internet. Welcome back to the Basketball Lounge. You're listening to episode 34. My name is Patrick. I'm joined by a full gang, Seth, Steve, and Josh. Say hi, everyone. Howdy. I'm so fucking tired. Oh, wubba lubba ding dong. Oh, okay, well, that... Josh can't follow instructions. Seth thinks this is a therapy lesson, and Steve's just vibing. So I guess gang is all here. I am never working on a podcast day again. Not working from studio, working I mean. Working in general. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought this was your job. Yeah, isn't this your full-time job? Don't you get paid enough? <laughs> you don't pay me enough to make this my full-time job. <laughs> we don't pay you enough, actually. Sadly true. Uh, you know what? So- You're fired. <laughs> oh, sweet. I'm out of here. <laughs> so much more free time. So much more space for activities. We, we I can, can finish a Final Fantasy VII DLC. <laughs> we can actually finish it. This, oh. so you can finish editing the spoiler cast. I was never in charge hey. of editing that spoiler cast. <laughs> oh, do you know what? I, think, I don't even think I have the fucking files anymore, because I think they're wiped. They're on drive, man. They're on drive? Okay. I'll have to do it at some point, I guess. <laughs> you said that two months ago. Absolutely did. He absolutely did. Uh, so, Seth, why are you tired? Why are you tired? Tell, tell us about it. Sydney trains in, is a fuck. <laughs> Sydney trains <laughs> fucking sucks. I, I uh. was at my station to get home from work. Uh, it said it was going to be the line that I have to catch. I, I will not say the location because I'm not Josh and I won't dox myself on live <laughs> on podcast. If you don't dox yourself on repeat, then how do you, you know, get the danger in your life that you need to feel excited? I, I think he just does that by trying to catch a Sydney train, actually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's bad enough just trying to catch a train every, every day for work. But also, it saves me editing time because I don't have to censor when I don't dox myself. Anyway, um, <laughs> I, what a weird God, thing that's, to say. That's so big brain of you, Seth. Holy <laughs> shit! I, I'm, I, I look at the screen. It says it's my line coming up. So the train comes up. I go on, forgetting that this is Sydney trains. Where if a train gets delayed, they don't update the screens at the right time. They update the screens when the train arrives. So I got onto the wrong line. Didn't realize for about four stops. Got off. Had to wait like half an hour for a train to go back to the original place I needed to go to and then catch another train from there back to where I needed to go home and it was just an entire session. User error, one out of ten. This is a skill, <laughs> skill issue. Skill issue, exactly. <laughs> Imagine getting filtered by Sydney Railway. Imagine being ranked wood for catching trains. <laughs> S- Sydney Railway gets filtered by a leaf falling on the tracks. That is true. <laughs> I, I don't think there's enough appreciation for just how much of a throwback Josh just made. Holy shit, I completely I, I, forgot about that. I didn't get it. I wasn't Talking listening, you Josh was on that episode. Let's all talk at the same time, that's, like, that's a great thing to do, fellas. Wow, that was also a callback to like last week, I think, when you said it, and no one laughed then either. Um, no, the, <laughs> Fuck you. The <laughs> dumb podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you can't fire me, I quit. Um... No, uh, uh, throwback to, I actually don't remember why we were talking about it, but we were talking about catching trains with Pokeballs and whether you needed to status a train. That's right, I, and I said I was running I up really, and down the railway to increase the spawn rate. Yeah, I, I really don't that. remember I what the context for that was. <laughs> I should have done that so I didn't have to wait to half an hour for a train to show up. Hmm. Mm, was was it at least a shiny? Yeah. Hey, hey, there he is. Actually, the train back home might as well have been a shiny because it was one of those new trains with new monitors all over this, uh, all over the place that actually showed the destination uh, and line you're on. Well, that Wild. just sounds like a regional variant. 
<laughs> Actually, the regional trains could have been a thing for where you were going. Could have been the mountain trains. <laughs> God, the steel, the steel cage traps. Oh yeah, all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the regional trains are steel fighting type. <laughs> Honestly, if you've ever been on a train in Sydney and you're going certain lines, it's definitely a fighting type. <laughs> <laughs> it's about to be a steel ghost type. <laughs> um. Right. So. Uh. So. What what have we learned, Seth? That that's the real question. Don't trust Sydney trains. No, fuck, damn it. No. <laughs> also, no, get no. Krispy Kreme on the way back home. There we go. There, there we, we go. go. <laughs> you, were, you, were, you were real close to slipping up, but <laughs> we made it back on track, just like the train. Uh, sweet. The train was ever off track. I'd be fucking worried. <laughs> anyway, it was so on the wrong continue. track. Is the train to nowhere? Anyway. Uh, right, thank you for that, Seth. Uh, anyone else want to get some therapy off their chest while we're here? Um, I found a place to live, so we're having a temporary <laughs> okay. hiatus from uh, guillotining landlords until I move in. Did you, did you celebrate so, um, Krispy Kreme? We, we've had the 24 hours, I'm allowed to guillotine them again. So what was your mind. address and the credit card number of the place <laughs> yeah. you used to do the deposit, and the three numbers on the back, please? <laughs> do you, I don't have mine, do you want my mum's instead? <laughs> as long as it works. <laughs> Comment down below if you want if you want Steve's mum's credit card details. <laughs> to get access, you got to give your credit card details and the three digits. Oh, now there's a scam. Hey, I tried that with Keanu Reeves and he uh, it it didn't work. Wasn't that? Oh. You. There's a Nigerian prince in my email inbox. We are not the same. <laughs> They're in your email inbox. They're in my Instagram DMs. Actually, what happened to that guy? The the Fortnite announcer guy, Peter something. Griffin. No. Oh my god. It was the guy on Fiverr that did the Attention Gamers uh, Fiverr shoutouts. I Keanu have no idea who you're talking about. Your help. I know who you're talking about. Um, there was a white guy and a black guy that both did that and they were amazing. And some people like actually paid them to have back and forth arguments over waifus. <laughs> 10 out of 10, honestly. God, what I, I think the guy's name is money. Peter, but it's, it's been too long. I haven't had anything from him in, in a while. Anyway, getting off topic. Classic us. Uh, right, so, uh, play, play, place to live, Steve, what would you rate it? Um, I, I, it was been, um, me and my partner were referring to it as the dream house, because it is very good, but at the same time, we don't live there yet, and I don't own the house, so it can't be the dream house, so, as nice as it is, the landlord will still be finding a present underneath the floorboards when we leave. You can't own a house these days, what do you mean? Like, what that's illegal. Um, you get your mum and your dad to give you a small loan of a million dollars, and then you've you're got right. it. It's so, so How hard. foolish of me. Yeah. You assume my million dollars to give me a small loan with. Well, I was just going to go to Josh's mum's house and get a small loan from her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. My mum that's having to sell her house because she can't afford to pay her Well, house. I mean, let, let, let's just compare money. So we know what Steve's mum's credit card information is. Josh, what's yours? Um, one, one, one. <laughs> one, one. One one, one one one, two two two. You're missing your digit. That's, to get a credit card. That that that's the same as what Seth told me his mum's credit card information. Wait, <laughs> wait Hold a on. minute. Oh my god. <laughs> uh no. Uh, one so of us is questions. lying, Did and you... it isn't me. <laughs> <laughs> and if it is, then you'll just edit out the part where I'm <laughs> where I say that it's true. So Steve, did you celebrate with Krispy Kreme? I did. I did. As soon as we got the house, I was in the office. So then I'm like, you know what, fellas. Krispy Kreme time, and I walked, and I got a, a Krispy Kreme, and it cost me $3.20 for an original glazed. 
Oh, was it from a Seven Eleven? It was from a Seven Eleven. Rip, pricey, worth though. It was worth it. Like you can't put a price on Krispy Kreme. It's good for your That's mouth. That's true. That's true. And good for your tummy. Good for the soul, really. Uh, right. Well, uh, unless anyone has a random piece of technology that has broken that they want to bring up, three, two, one. No. All right. Sweet. Well, I might as well just go straight into the lunch for this week. Uh, Josh, you've been the person most likely to have been away and probably won't be back for next week's episode. What have you been up to? <laughs> Harsh but fair. Um, I uh, spent most of last week sick with the uh, big big cough, so that was fun. Um, and Are we doing another week this week? Yeah, we- it's coming Ooh, up around the lounge, Steve. Shut up. <laughs> oh. Um. So yeah, I was I was off for like everything last week. And then I decided while I was sitting in a fever dream that basically, oh, I should get VR. So I ordered VR, um, and which was the Valve Index, and also basically sat there and played all of Final Fantasy VII Remake, which was quite good, which we'll talk about, I think, uh, when uh, Seth and, and I can discuss. I don't know where he is in the DLC, so I don't want to spoil things. Um, and yeah, that's about it. So, I mean, I can talk about that or we can say what else we're going to do. Oh. Uh, well, I mean, I- ideally we would hear from the-, the other members in the lounge that is fast traveling, but if you want to make this the, the Josh Travel no. Lounge, then- No, 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 we, we can go. So what were you up to, Stephen? Fine, he um, even takes my- <laughs> yeah. Okay, no, that's fine. He- he's back again doing what the do same he pulled last time. Yeah, no, I, I thought we went through with this. I, I-, oh I-, I thought we I thought we discussed this. That's fine. Yeah, you know, I'm just, uh, just going to put myself on mute. <laughs> Uh, what are you, I, what are you I, up I, to? I don't want to make a big scene. I don't want to make... Uh, take, take it away, Josh. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, am, I, am, in, I am inferior to your Azure certs and hosting abilities, Patrick. Please continue. Weird thing does- to bring up, but I'll allow it. Uh, what have you been up to this week, Steve? <laughs> um, I uh, am towards the final stages of Digimon Cyber Sleuth Hacker's Memory. Yeah, remember Digimon? Yeah. Uh, that's no. Fun. They're back in POG form. No, it's a... Um, it is a video game. It is uh, also a Tamagotchi, which I own one. It's not, and it's, it's, no, what? I'm it's talking, not a Tamagotchi, it's a Digivice. Yeah, you're, you're right. Answer. It is a Digivice. And specifically, specifically, Digimon Cyber Sleuth Hacker's Memory is a video game. It is <laughs> you not can a tell Digivice. because they've cra- they, they scratched out Tamagotchi and wrote Digimon on it. <laughs> I um, think Digimon I, came first, actually. I feel like yeah. they did as well. Hang on, can you guys just um, like, roll back and ask where I asked? Because I can't remember. Yeah, you were talking about uh, if people remember Digimon, and I am remembering Digimon. <laughs> yeah, remember Digimon? Yeah. yeah that's. Uh... Hey, knock it off right now. <laughs> you asked. <laughs> I delivered. That's it. <laughs> no proving me wrong on recording. <laughs> hey, hey. Look, anyway. at, look at me. Look at me. I am the editor. I can't. It's, it's an audio <laughs> medium. Stop. <laughs> Are we doing Fast Travel Lounge After Dark? Are we doing it? I don't know. You <laughs> tell me. Well, if you give me your mum's credit card, we'll talk. Uh, <laughs> All right, it, it is one 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 two two quadruple one again, then quadruple twos. That's not the same as Josh's mum's mum. Wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> um, and I, and know, I think that one might have been a fake credit card number. I'll be honest. <laughs> I'll put it in. Um, I'll see what I can get. Uh, and I've also finished the newest season, which is season three of The Boys. Hey, The Boys. Yeah, The Boys. boys. town. They are, allegedly. Oi, oi. Um, <laughs> God, hey, I love hold, Witcher hold so on, much. Hold on. I feel like that's a dig at a Kiwi actor right there. Uh, he's oi, a good oi, actor. Like, is it? 
Is it a dig at a Kiwi actor? Have you seen the newest season of The Boys? No, I don't watch there you that are, TV. Sorry. It's not... Okay, that's it. <laughs> I, I, have, I haven't that seen The Boys bait. either, but it's something that's on my list. I have, eventually, I'll get to it. And I've been hearing season three is fantastic. So maybe it'll be sooner, sooner rather than later. Uh, yeah, and that's me. Um, a lot of moving this week, so I probably won't have a lot of time to play video games, but it is what it is. I'll find some shit to talk about. You always do. <laughs> uh, Seth, what have you been up to? I finished Saints Row 4. Uh, I've got a lot to say about that. Um, it's incredibly stupid, but in both the incredibly fun and incredibly annoying ways. Um, mm, mm, I, as I, I alluded to last week, I think. <laughs> yes, and, and the week before. Um, I've also been playing some multiverses on the side, and I am halfway through the Final Fantasy VII DLC. Oh, okay. No, I, I, I wasn't sure if there was... You're just going to leave it there? Okay, yeah, no, yeah. that's cool. Um, I, I leave these things open so that uh, you can take it from there. Yeah, I, and not totally I, I fumble underst- over myself with an awkward segue. <laughs> I, I, un- I understand the context of Round the Lounge is supposed to be us giving a little bit of a hint of what we're doing, but not going into full detail about it. True, true. So anyway, so my first hour of the day was spent... No, I'm kidding. Um, I, uh, I finished Outer Wilds. Uh, I don't know that Yay! we're talking about this week. Maybe because That's it's... the one by Obsidian Entertainment, right? Uh... Yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Wait, no, actually, no, it's not. No, Wait it's a not. minute. No, it's no, not. No, 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 sorry, no. I, just, <laughs> I got confused. It's, it's definitely not. You're thinking of Outer Worlds. Yeah, yeah, I know. There was, there was a whole thing last week where... Pat was talking about it, and I just had this huge O moment of like, oh, you mean that one, not the Obsidian <laughs> one? Both okay. are on Game Pass. Yeah. Oh, wow. No, I don't think the Outer Wilds is on Game Pass anymore. Not played Outer oh, did it remove? Worlds and stuff. Yeah, oh. pretty sure. Did maybe Obsidian connection. Anyway, uh, yeah, I finished that, but that is a bit, uh, well, you know, in our typical fashion of finally playing a game three years after it came out. Uh, not sure that we'll talk about that this week, but we'll see how we go. Also finished the boys, uh, so probably we'll end up weighing in on that. Cool. First of all, though, Josh has an album of the week for us. Josh. No, I don't. Seth's doing album of the week this week. Take it away, Seth. <laughs> okay, so uh, as alluded to last week, this album of the week is courtesy of Trinity. She, um, she's like, hey, you should do this one. I sent it to everyone to gauge opinions, and they're all like, oh yeah, we like that, let's talk about it. <laughs> so, this week we're covering uh, Fallout Boys The Young Blood Chronicles, which is... Um, I've, I've heard this, uh, I've heard some songs from this album before, but uh, after getting it recommended, I actually sat down and listened to the entire album, and it's incredibly good. I don't think there's any bad tracks on this. How how does everyone else feel about that this album? Is it actually called the Youngblood Chronicles? Isn't it called Save Rock and Roll? I think Save Rock and Roll is the uh the I I actually don't know. Youngblood Chronicles might be the name of the music video associated with it, I, and Save Rock and Roll I think is the so, album. Yeah. Save the Rock Young and Roll is the Chronicles album is a 2014 American musical film composed of music videos produced by Fallout Boy. Yeah, yeah and Save the Rock and Roll is, is the Rock. album. Yeah. So I got those backwards. My bad. <laughs> Oh, I completely See, forgot about the album art. This, this sort of lack of professionalism is what happens when Josh just throws our editor under the bus like that. <laughs> How dare I be correct? <laughs> Sorry, don't, don't I'll try not to do it again. again. Yeah. <laughs> Look, my, my track record is fucking not, not very good, so yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a fair it's, chance. It is an excellent album, though. I think it's probably my favorite Fallout Boy album. It's certainly oh, the one that I've listened oh, to end God. to end the most. It's definitely not my favorite. It's not even top three, but it is a good album. I don't think I've listened to many, like, full 
Fallout Boy album, so I can't say. It's mostly just I've listened to songs from them, and yeah. all the songs that I like, all the songs that I've heard from them are fantastic. That is just you know objectively true, but I mean mm. there there are songs from other albums that are better than songs from this album, sure. But in terms of starting at track one and finishing, you know, at the end of the album, I think Save Rock and Roll is probably the one that I've been through the most. Yeah. Um. So, uh, some some little bits of information about this. Uh, there's multiple guest appearances in both the videos and the songs. Um, my songs know what you did in the dark features two chains. The Mighty Fall Two features, Chains. The Mighty Fall features Big Sean. Uh, just One Yesterday features Foxes. Death Valley features Tommy Lee. Ratatat, uh, Ratatat features Courtney Love. And Save Rock and Roll features Elton John and Courtney Love. Elton John also... Shoot, so. <laughs> it, 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 watching these uh, uh, music videos is 100%, uh, 100% worth it just to see Elton John play God in these videos. Like... <laughs> He he just comes right at the end. He ev- everyone's in heaven, and Elton John just comes uh, from down the stairs as God, and like just blesses everyone with his appearance. I mean, that's basically just every Elton John concert, though, right? There are so many people that would have problems with Elton John specifically being any religious icon, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I I'm living for that. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Uh, that's cool. I also want to get a little bit into the background of this album because um, I've got quite a bit of information here. So uh, originally the band actually broke up back in 2009, like just to take a decompression break. Um, everyone wanted Probably to do this. survive the fallout. God damn it. <laughs> I instantly I it. got that, that and it. I needed to just stop. <laughs> I, I knew um, it. I just, I, I just don't want to. Um, <laughs> yeah, they... Uh, they never referred to it as a breakup. They all just wanted to go and do their own thing for a little while and like pursue their own creative um uh, interests. Um, but uh, they multiple times they tried to get back together to record a new album. Um, and what ended up uh, getting it to work out in the end, from from my understanding, like of reading the situation, is that um they brought in a new uh producer, Butch Walker, as a as like a fresh approach to how. Um, they'd approached the album, um, and uh, this was the first time they did an album without Neil Arbon, um, uh, Avron, Neil Avron, uh, and yeah, this kind of just like helps them find a new identity with um, Save Rock and Roll, and uh, get uh, the group back together. And some statistics is that uh, Save Rock and Roll debuted at number one on the US Billboard's 200 with 154,000 first week sales. Um, it's, uh, it, this is, it also earns the band its second career number one. Um, its top 20 lead single was uh, My Song, no, uh, My Songs Know What You Did in the Dark. Um, it's achieved a triple platinum certification in the US and charted worldwide. And Rolling Stones described the band's comeback as a rather stunning renaissance and the record received positive reviews upon its release, although most music critics were hesitant to refer to the album as solely a rock record. Group followed the record release with the Save Rock and Roll arena tour and promotion. Yeah, where they saved both rock and roll. Yep. Crazy. So yeah, it was a big, big comeback for them. Good on them. Yeah. And of course they went on to do... Uh, I know they did ABAP. Have they done another album since? 
so since then they've done yeah American Beauty, American oh, Psycho. Oh, Mania. That was the other one. I was uh, and then they did um, Mania, and then they've done one more. Um, what was it? Uh, uh, Bel- uh, Believers Never Die. Yeah, I was about I think to say. I was about to say they've also done this hella mega tour going around at the moment. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, did anyone have tickets for that? No. No. Uh, I think I did, but then they got cancelled because of the big coof, and then yeah, I just got my that, money that back. Was, yeah, that was like, uh, that was when it was real for a lot of my friends, because a lot of people had to, I, I thought about getting tickets, but they were just too expensive for me at the time, but uh, it, it got real when they cancelled the, when they cancelled that tour, and everyone went, okay, maybe, maybe this whole global pandemic thing uh, is kind of a global pandemic. Yeah, because yeah, I remember my mum going tickets for my birthday, and I was like, oh, do you reckon we cancel? And I'm like, nah, this COVID thing will go over in like six weeks, maybe two months top. It's fine. <laughs> then it's like, nah, here's your money back. Fuck. Damn, that's crazy. Uh, what credit card did she use to get you those tickets? <laughs> <laughs> she paid in cash only, big fella. <laughs> oh, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> no! Uh, right. No, thank you. Thank you for that album, Josh. I uh, look forward to the one. Josh, in- even. Probably two weeks when, when you're back because... Steph did the Oops. album of the week, big fella. <laughs> but it's Josh's album of the week. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what I meant to say. Thank you, Seth, for, pre- uh, for, for presenting Josh's album of the week. Thank you, Trin, we... for giving us the idea. Yes, thank you, Trin. And we, thank you, do you have Steve. a favorite song on the album? Just and thank you, listener, up? for listening. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, we, we should also do a favorite song from the album. I yeah, completely... I'm, I'm curious. <laughs> I, I completely skipped over that part, yes. Um... <laughs> Which, again, wouldn't have happened if someone else was hosting it, but that's all right. Um, I think mine is either the Phoenix or the Mighty Fall. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you, fellas. Um, I don't think I've listened to this album. Um, I've just heard, like, snippets. But I do like Save Rock and Roll with Elton John. That's a good one. Not a big music um, listener, I'll be honest. <laughs> wow, to me. I live for music. Um, I think mine is probably Miss Missing You, and then probably followed by My Songs Know What You Did in the Dark. Is it Miss Missing You a Blink-182 song? No, that's uh, I, I Miss think, You. I think it's just I, I Miss You. Yeah, that's just got I him. Miss You. I got him. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, no. We got him. You know what I won't miss? Oh, I just Have said it. I miss the, Steve. The on... shot coming into oh. your new apartment. Ladies and gentlemen. Patrick, I'll give you an announcement. <laughs> what's, what's your favorite song here? So this album specifically. So I, um, I, I, I need to contextualize this a little bit in that... Uh, Part of the reason that this is the album that I've listened back to front the most is that this is the album that uh, I'd heard like singles by Fall Out Boy, but this was the first album that I listened through. Uh, and from the album, the standouts for me were Alone Together and Young Volcanoes. Oh, two. Uh, I, I think probably more. I mean, actually, actually, I'm going to open it up on Spotify. I want to see what the most listened to one is. I'm actually surprised that all of us had like we we all did two, and there was no overlaps between the eleven songs. Yeah. yeah okay. I so the most two. listened to one is "My Songs Know What You Did in the Dark." My favorite well, song was. Well, it's crazy. The, I had no idea that the one that went straight to the top of the charts for a yeah. singles release was the most popular. That's, my favorite that's was nuts. actually the least listened, except for "Ratatat." So that's interesting. Isn't that a Pokemon? No, that's <laughs> Ratatat. And then Young Volcanoes and Alone Together were about even at about 100 million to 165 million. What was your favorite, yeah. Seth? Isn't, isn't it uh, crazy mine, that 100 million of those came from just one person? <laughs> mine, mine were The Mighty Fall and The Phoenix. 
So the Mighty Four was fifty-five million, and the Phoenix is two hundred and fifty-four million. The second most listened to. There's there's <laughs> a large asterisk over all of this, which is that this is just Spotify. This is just Spotify, yeah. But I was just curious on what it what it would be. It's interesting. You, no, just, just know uh, that, that you just know covered. that somewhere out there, someone's got one of these songs as their into the end, like that one four chan. Yeah, 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 like dude, that one, yeah, that one legend. Yeah, he he likes that song. He doesn't like other songs, and you know what? <laughs> Gotta respect it. Anyway, bang on ten minutes. We're gonna move on from album of the week. So, as I said before, thank you, thank you, Josh, for for your album of the week. Uh, look forward to <laughs> look forward to another four hour boy album we. next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be the one. Uh, right. Uh, shall we move on to Seth talking about Saints Row Four, or would Josh like to tell us about VR? Uh, I will. I will specifically ask that Josh goes for VR right now. I want to hear about VR. Okay. Um, so VR is kind of a kind of a hard one to talk about because not a lot of people have VR, and it's also just the games kind of sound stupid if they weren't in VR. So take all this with a grain of salt. (laughs) So you're about to describe a medium that literally only relies on being a visual form, and you're going to discuss this uh, on uh, on an audio in audio, yes, yeah. On an audio-only yeah. platform. And I'm not going to do a good job of it because I can't describe anything. So... <laughs> this um, like, like I was saying, I decided that uh, in the middle of sitting down bored, locked in my house, I wanted something to get out of my house, I guess, and bought VR. Um, it arrived two days ago. I set it up. Um, the, in, uh, the one very specifically I got was the Valve Index, um, which is just available in Australia now. And I bought a couple of games, and there was one that was free as well. So I how, bought. How long did it take to to ship to yours between when you bought it and when it arrived? Three days. That's all pretty fuck, quick. That's all right. Yeah, not bad. Um, Wait, it only arrives. Where's your address? <laughs> not this time. Uh, um... <laughs> oh, I, I think I, I thought I was close. I thought I was close. <laughs> you were very close, I reckon. <laughs> nah, that was a little bit too to obvious. Give his address. If you asked me, like, which store I bought it from or whatever, I would have 100% on the suburb because I would have just not realized. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the games I bought were VTOL VR, which is a, uh, like, a flight sim, basically. Um, Do you know what VTOL stands for, Josh? Uh, I did. It's, like, vertical takeoff. Takeoff and landing. Uh, oh, what? That doesn't make sense. That would be VTOL. Vertical takeoff and landing, like, it's an O. But there's no A. Yeah. Isn't that what it is? It's, Based. Oh yeah, they don't actually cover the A. Well, there you go. So ver- vertical takeoff and landing. So the A I haven't flown a VTOL vehicle in this game yet because I don't have skill. But <laughs> um, basically, uh, so, so I bought that and, and I bought Beat Saber, I guess, to, to hey, cover it out. Nice, nice. We'll Be- we'll Beat Saber is fucking 10 out of 10, so we can talk about that. Um, and then there's also a free game on Steam for uh, VR called The Lab, which I spent a bit of time in earlier today. So... Um, I guess to start with, the index itself, if you're going to buy VR, this is the one that I've wanted for years and only just become available in Australia. So I, I picked it up and I, I, it was a lot of money. I don't 100% know if it's worth it, but the experience is excellent. Um, I, I can't fault the actual device itself and it's very well made. Was it um, north or south of about 400? Oh, it's definitely north. Okay. Cause I, so is, is the index, um, you said Valve Index? Valve Index. So because I didn't have a successor to the Vive in some way? No. The Vive is HTC. No, it's HTC and Valve though. Right. Well, this is exclusively Valve. 
So no, that, that's what um, I'm wondering. Is is if it if it takes a similar? It like, they, what, what, some what, of their stuff the is compatible what, what, what together. The, what are the sensors on it? So the sensors are these two base station 2.0s, which the the Vive does work with. The 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 reason I had the reason why mine was so expensive is because I needed to buy the two base stations, the two controllers, and the actual VR headset itself. If I had already had a Vive, I could have just bought the controllers and everything would work. Right. Um, so so it's so it's like a Vive in that it sets up the room. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Cool. Um, although I don't really have a lot of room, so I kind of just been playing it sitting sitting down. <laughs> the, um, the small room. <laughs> it's a very 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 small room, um, but it's a it's a cool experience. I, I I don't know if it was worth the full amount of money, but I also I'm waiting for Half Life Alex, which was supposed to come with it, to get uh, added to my Steam account. I've got a thing open with Steam support at the moment. Um, so once that gets added, and that's going to be like that's supposedly the best VR game available for yep. in terms of what what's actually in it and what you can do in it so i'm really excited to play that so it at that point i think it might be worth it because at the moment i'm sort of on the edge um vtol vr is literally just a flight sim made by one person um that <laughs> is which it, 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 it's extremely good for what it is um you actually have to like you know turn on the apu turn on the the battery for the planes uh, take off the brakes, like adjust, like you push the throttle forward yourself, start the engines. You got to do like everything that you would do in a plane, and you can adjust the HUD and everything, and like lock on and before you shoot missiles. So you can take <laughs> off vertically. I haven't flown one of the VTOL uh, um, actual planes yet, but I've just been like taking off normally. Um, but that that's very cool. Like it's, I didn't think I would get as disorientated as I do when you're going like upside down and stuff like that, or when you're like. So you can you can literally eject from the plane and you will shoot out of the plane and like hang from the, the parachute and stuff. And like the first time I did that, like man, I, I nearly jumped. Like it's, it's, it's pretty like it, you get pretty like into it. Yeah, I, even when I'm turning around with the plane or whatever, like I'll tilt my head without meaning to. Like, it's it's, oh, it's really that's strange. Cool. Well, that's like good that it's like immersive, and you're not like uh, my biggest worry about VR is like I've used it before, but not long enough to get that weird sick dizzy feeling that I've heard other people get. So you're yeah. assuming you don't get that. Uh, I I I don't get the I don't get like motion sickness, but I if I'm up the top of something and I'm looking down, I definitely get vertigo, <laughs> yeah. which I, I'm not good with heights. So I, I get I get vertigo that, like even playing video games, like just normal ones. Yeah, honestly, same. I, I get bad yeah. vertigo whenever I jump off a building in Assassin's Creed. Yeah, yeah I do as well. My stomach goes to my mouth, man. Yeah. Like, so, wow. Okay, uh, I'm yeah. pretty sure the um. So I, I don't, but I'm pretty sure part of the feeling sick, particularly with VR, uh, I read somewhere that it's when you're like your brain is trying to comprehend a move that isn't matching up with what you're doing in VR. And so that often looks like if you turn your head in VR, but you also have, let's say, like a camera control, if you can make those actions move independently, your brain just starts fucking up and then that's what leads to the nausea. Hmm, that's interesting. Ah, interesting. So, so in other words, uh, I, I'm not saying that's 100% fact. I'm saying that that is the last thing that I remember reading about it, but it means that even people that normally get that sort of sick feeling in vr there's usually some kind of experience or demo that they'll be totally fine with because there won't be an extra layer of movement that the brain's trying to to compensate for oh there you go one of our friends gets um motion sick playing vr he was telling me um and he plays a like a space game called elite dangerous and you do ah, like all sorts okay. of flips and everything with that which i actually have that game so i downloaded that but i haven't tried it yet mm -hmm. um 
So he, he was telling me that he gets that, but he also gets like motion sick on like, like boats and stuff like that, which I definitely don't. So I was like, okay, maybe it's just a, a thing, but maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's the extra motion. Maybe I'll put the headset on for Elite Dangerous and throw up or something. I don't know. <laughs> put a headset on on a boat and throw up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to roll back to the Half-Life Alex thing for a second again. Uh, you were saying that it's probably like on offer at the moment for what's on VR. Um, it's probably the best thing at the moment. And I just want to say how incredible it is that like Valve hasn't put out a game in what, 10, 12 years, basically. Um, mm. they, uh, VR comes along and like, we should do something for that. And they instantly hit it out of the ballpark. That's not entirely true, but it's definitely then their only blockbuster sort of style game yeah. in recent uh, years. I'll have you know that Valve did Artifact. They did do Artifacts. They also did- I, I um, thought they like, um, they hired someone else to do Artifact while they published it. Or was that in-house? I'm pretty sure it was in-house. I thought it was in-house too. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, they also did like a, a portal bridge constructor portal, uh, bridge, bridge constructor, whatever it's called. Um, and then there's the, obviously the Portal games, but I think Portal 2 was like 2012 now, actually. Yeah. That might have been 10 years ago. Portal, Portal the... 2 was like 10 years ago, and that was like their last big major blockbuster. That was like their last, like, yeah, like AAA kind of thing. Yeah. There, there was the, there's also the um, Portal 2 robot uh, mechanic VR experience, but I don't know if that's Valve published or Valve developed. Yeah, I don't know. Is that free? Oh, uh, that's a good question. I don't know. I, I don't have, have it because that- that that one that's a game that requires maybe not requires but is much better with a Vive slash base station setup. So my VR is uh, I think it's a, a Rift. It's definitely Oculus, but I don't remember what um, uh, name is attached to it. But it's okay. it's the uh, front facing sensors and then one back sensor. So it's just it's just me in the space. There's no space mapping. So oh, some okay. of the games like that don't work so good. Yeah. Okay. That would be a bit difficult then. Yeah. This does like proper room mapping. So yeah, I like the Vive. Okay. Ah, uh, rear mapping. Bum. Um, so anyway, yeah, that, that's VTOL VR. It's very cool. You can shoot missiles and stuff. Um, very, very neat experience. And if you're into, like, planes and stuff, it's pretty cool. Um, Beat Saber, probably hands down my hey. favorite game so far. Yeah, yeah I, I've played like, that. That's, that's very good. Oh, yeah. it's so much Beat, fucking Beat fun. Beat Saber is fantastic, and I've only had one experience with it, but it was doing the Crab Brave, and it was worth it. I also did the Crab Rave. I did the Crab Rave second, I think. Because <laughs> Jake That's told me to so play good. a certain song first, and then, which is one of our mates. And then immediately when I had like free reign of what I was going to choose, I was like, oh, bro, Crab Rave. <laughs> <laughs> have they, have they it's been so long since, because um, the space that I play it in, if I reach my hands out, I can touch each wall. So I don't leave VR set up because I'm worried. Yeah, I've whacked my desk wall. and then whacked my like glass door beside me earlier. And the, 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 I've got like a table behind me, whacked that too. Um, exactly. When, yeah. when you yeah. did the crab rave, Josh, did you do it in the 360 view? I did. I, I can't turn around in my space. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Yeah, that, that's fair enough then. Yeah. Because um, I, I tried to, it out at my uni last year and there was like this big space to try out VR. And it's like, let's, let's do the crab rave in 360. <laughs> The the 360 but, view would be kind of cool, but I think like I I struggle enough with with the beat saber at the moment. I need to get used to VR and that first. So there'll be multiple the, times where I'll do something and I've because I'm not used to the proportions of VR, I'll yeah. miss a note or whatever because I'm still not used to it. Yeah. The the question I have is because uh, that they have they done modding as part of Beat Saber as first party support yet? Because I had to sideload a bunch of extra like extensions and mods and crap when i was doing this a few years ago so uh, good question because i was modding it a lot today um i played like a bunch of songs and i was like oh you know i want i want to play songs that i know right so 
Um, I looked at the the modding capabilities, and there's a GitHub repo uh, of one called just uh, Assistant, Beat Assist or something like that, and um, you can download that and just tick the boxes of the mods that you want, and then after that you can just go to the website and click on songs and click download, and they just install. Um, very streamlined, but oh yeah, first party support will never happen because no, not not like, first party, but I mean like whether there's a mods option because I know that that was. Because uh, they released it on PSVR and stuff, right? But everyone plays it for the custom songs, so I'm wondering yeah. if they've ever let people use custom songs yet. Um, so the I, I ability's the definitely I... there. It's just they're you know they're feigning ignorance, right? Because of legalities. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Of course, because I I um I got as far as downloading the creator mod for Beat Saber, and I very like I got maybe two bars into a song that I wanted to make a Beat Saber map for because all the other maps were crap, in my opinion. They might have been better. Well, I'm sure there are better ones out now because it's been, you know, a few Some of them years. are pretty good that I've played so far. I mean, mm. I've only been playing on the one normal at the moment because uh, hard is still a little bit hard for me. But, um, like, they're, they're, they're pretty good. But I also just sorted it by rating on this website yep. and just downloaded a whole bunch of the top rated yeah. ones. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I did too. Uh, yeah. The standouts for me were um, Burned by Ellie Golding and Believe It by Imagine Dragons. Oh, of course. Tune. But no rules of nature is all I'm hearing. I downloaded so the I downloaded quite a quite a bunch. So I downloaded a bunch of Lincoln Park ones, a bunch of Nightcore ones, uh, Skrillex ones. Um, what were there? What else was there? There was a whole bunch of like KDA and like other like K-pop stuff. Mm. Um, there was what was the other like more popular ones that were there? There was uh, a whole bunch of game music was in there as well that people have added stuff to. Video uh, the games. Megalovan and Megalomania I downloaded, but I didn't get a chance to play. <laughs> um, and I also downloaded, like, of course, I had to download, um, uh, what's it called? Oh, my God, I'm blanking so hard. Oh, my God, I can't remember what it's called. But I, there's, a, there's an electric song. Like, no. What's the, if you think generic electric song, I can't even remember how it goes right now off the top of my head. What's the one that you think? Like Daruda. I've got crab uh, rave stuck in my head. Yeah, Sandstorm. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what it is, and all I can hear is the crab rave music in my skull. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, yeah, so I downloaded that. That was pretty cool. Like, it's it's excellent. Like, that's that alone, honestly, is is enough reason for me to to have VR and keep no, it. No, so. it's not. Do you know what is though? So, this I I never did it myself, but now that you have VR as well, I'm tempted. If you are keen as well, someone in all of the things that they could have ever spent their time on, decided to turn the entirety of Shrek 1 into a beat <gasps> uh, And it's not geez. just, it's not just a random, let's just put beat maps on the spiky parts of the way. Actually form. on the- They uh... made actual beat maps for all of the music in Shrek 1, and then kept beats up through dialogue and stuff in between scenes. They did an Dude. entire Shrek 1 beat map. That is, I, I'd, I'd that do is it. absolutely I, fantastic. My arms would die, but I would do it. 100%. All right, I want That's to see sick. someone do that for the entire B-movie scripts, though. No, <laughs> oh, Jesus. I, if, if, if you're keen, I will, I will try and dig out my VR set, and I will... Because I know that this was a... I assume it's still available somewhere online, because, as I say, this was a couple of years ago now. I didn't download it, but I, I got close, but... Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I'd, I I'd be keen to, to compare high scores on Shrek 1 in Beat Saber. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, we should do it. So the, the assistant thing I was talking about actually has a multiplayer custom songs option. Oh, um, so as long no. as we have the same thing, we could do it multiplayer side by side. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, Craig and, and, and I were trying to set it up when I had to jump in this. So um, 
Yeah. Craig the guy from Halo? Craig the guy from Halo? I don't know, man. You tell me. Your favorite image. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, but any, yes. any final thought? Well, uh, I guess Beat Saber is sort of the standout for now. Um, how, uh, how, yeah, what, what, um, I've tried to start the same question in a bunch of different ways. <laughs> I'm, trying to ma- I'm trying to make it not a just yes, no question. Uh, so you said earlier that you were worried that at the moment, the uh, index and what you paid for it might be slightly not worth it based on what you're doing so far. Do you think that will change with Half-Life Alex, or do you think there needs to be another couple titles that are maybe not as good, but just also good titles to play through for you to decide that it was worth to get it VR? So the reason I decided to get the VR is that a lot of the standout experiences to me are vehicles and the, the simulation kind of aspect. Mm-hmm. So the VTOL VR was like 40 bucks, right? And that, that's, that's really good and really fun. DCS World is free, and that's like a super intense sim. So I'm going to play that. I'm going to like probably play War Thunder Elite Dangerous and a whole bunch of other sort of things like that. Tabletop Simulator, which I play D&D on, supports VR. Um, so there's a whole bunch of things I can use it for. I just haven't yet. So Actually, Borderlands think- 2 is available in VR as well. Is it really? Oh, that'd yeah, be pretty good. Is. That'd be pretty I, cool, actually. It's it's always uh, I've always had it on my on my wish list on Steam, but I've never pulled the trigger on it because I've already played eight hundred hours of Borderlands Two. But I'd play it with you. Yeah, there, there we go. Yeah. Cool. Might have to might have to dust off the old Oculus, but um, yeah. so yeah, so there's that. There's obviously Skyrim VR. Um, yeah. there's Hitman VR, but apparently that's terrible, and I've seen videos so. Doom VR would be kind of cool, although I imagine that would be kind of hard. It's it's um, a specific VR made version, so it's like oh, it's yeah. not as intense as um, playing it on keyboard and mouse, but yeah, it, it still looks hell. interesting. Yeah, Super Hot is another one that I've just Ooh. I really want to play. Yeah, Super I Hot played VR Super is VR. very good. It is very yeah. good. Um, Pavlov VR, which one of, one of our my friends actually works on as a as a graphic artist, so that, there's dog? that. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> I get, I get the reference, but like Pavlov's dog. Think, think CS, that is the CSGO uh, styled one, right? It is, yeah. And there's actually like CS maps in there as well. Um, so that, that's pretty cool. So I want to give that a go. Like there's a whole bunch of things I can use it for. Just for what I've played so far, I didn't know if it was worth it. I, I think overall, yes, it is. Um, looking at, um, so I obviously haven't played Alex, but I played uh, The Lab, which is a free thing that Valve set up to sort of get you used to VR and show you the implementations of it. Yeah. And there's, um, have you played it, The Lab? No. So there's like eight different um, sort of like worlds that you teleport into by like going up to the station and like teleporting yourself into the bubble. And each one of them has like a different mechanic and just shows off different parts of VR. So one of them is like basically just like a skeleton in a room and you have like like a tool that you can sort of place it and it will cut through the skeleton and you can like look inside and you can see where like the bones and everything like form and whatnot and it's just a like it shows you like a medical application Hmm. some of the cooler ones were ones where you literally go into space and you're inside like a solar system and you can pick up planets and move them around and stuff like obviously our solar system um one of them was quite literally which was uh just amazing fun a bow and arrow that you shoot people that are coming towards this door and you have to keep like firing <laughs> these so arrows and aiming. I can still hear the screams. It's a, well, they're like <laughs> little stick figures, basically. Um, and that, that was so much fun, but it was like, it takes a, it takes a hot minute to really get used to aiming. And even then you're, you're sort of like throwing, it's a bit off, right? 
So mm. it was, and after doing that for about 15 minutes of holding my arm in one spot, I was like, I'm starting to get sore. <laughs> um, How does Legolas do it? <laughs> yeah. But it was really fun, like, just killing all those dudes, like, with, like, wave defense, basically. Um, and then another one I'll mention very quickly was kind of, um, you know, there's, like, old school, like, asteroid games where you're a triangle and you sort of just shoot the things that are coming at you. Did you roleplay the triangle? Basically, yeah, you, you hold a ship in your hand and you got to move it around in 3D space, dodging these, um, these little ships that come at you like those asteroids would, and they shoot at you and then they do different things. So like some of them will have like a line that like does the entire screen. Some of them will just like shoot you in like a, a wave 3D circle kind of pattern. You've got to move the ship in between and actually kill them. And it's really fun and quite hard, um, but it, was, it just showed you like just really cool implementations of how VR can be used. So if there's games that are using that kind of stuff, I'm super excited to play them later when they actually release. But that's, I guess we can leave that there uh, for VR because it's like, it's, if you hadn't used it, it's, it's hard to talk about, right? So, or hard to, to understand. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty somehow cool. have done it for 20 minutes, but yeah, no, yeah. You're, you're right. It is, it is, um, it's definitely something that you could describe for 20 minutes or you could play for one minute and the amount of information you convey is the same. But yep. thank you for that, Josh. Uh, Seth, ready to go back into Saints Row 4? I <laughs> speaking, am. Speaking of VR. <laughs> speaking of living in a simulation. Oh man, the simulation was breaking down bad by the end of that game. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, Saints Row 4. Um, as I alluded to before, this game is incredibly stupid in both the fun and annoying ways. Um, Patrick has been warning me of that for the past two weeks. <laughs> Yeah. Um, this is uh, free on PlayStation right now, right? I think so, but I've owned the games for a little while. Mm. Okay. Well, if, if anyone wants to play it, it is, I think, free on PlayStation. So, sorry, go on. Yeah. So, I guess I'll get the biggest major annoyance out of the way first. Um, it was actually impossible for me and Trinity to finish the game on co-op because right at the final checkpoint, it would keep killing her. So, um... <laughs> Skill issue. No, it was li- <laughs> it was literally. The- I can't believe Saints Row Four hates women like that. It, it was it's literally a desync issue that's been in the game since the original PC launch and has never been fixed. Um, so during the one of the final moments where you're getting power armor and you're doing a skydiving sequence as you've got the touches playing during the the sequence, um, as you make the first landing, uh, it desyncs the two people and it just kills the per- the co-op partner. So wow. they're, they're never able to land, what? and because they die, it just it just ends the mission, and you got to restart the checkpoint. Um, that's we- a horrible implementation. Why have they yeah, done that? That's pretty bad. <laughs> yep. So we spent about 10, 15 minutes trying to get it to work, trying to do all the different fixes that we were finding online. Nothing works. So we ended up having to finish the game uh, by ourselves after doing co-op the entire way through. And that was a major annoyance to me. And I will be, <laughs> I'm docking points from the game at the end for that. Yeah, completely understandable, to be honest. Saints Row 3 would never stand for that. Saints Row 3 would never stand for that. Saints Row 3 will just crash on the PS5 version. <laughs> <laughs> like a champion game that it is. It, it doesn't give you this, it doesn't give you like a false sense of security. It just tells you no. Um. Anyway, the, the actual fun stuff though about the game is like, it's it's reveling in like its absurdity uh through and through like um it, they they went over the top with Saints Row 3 where it was like a parody of GTA and now they're just like 
full full hog going deep into that territory. They're making fun of the entire genre, basically. Um, the superhero powers are very fun. Um, I I do think that they breathe life into the game when you're playing them back to back. It makes it feel very different from Saints Row Three and very worth playing. Mm. Um, uh, what was uh. The way they handle the simulation stuff in story is also very funny. Like, um, uh, you, it gives them a chance to go through and uh, bring in like uh all these uh, throwbacks to the older games. Like, they go b- as far as the throwback story sequences and references from the first game. Um, to the point where one of my favorite missions is like the simulation is starting to break down. The aliens are trying to um, uh, just overloads it. Your uh the entire server that you're on, so they're throwing in enemies the from animus. all across. Yeah, <laughs> um, they're they're throwing in enemies from the entire franchise so far, like enemies from the first game, the second game, all and the third game, all at you. And then right at the end, they're like, um, is it is the player default character you're fighting you? You kill them, and then two of them show up, and someone yells out, "Oh God, they're doing co-op now as well." <laughs> so so they're, yeah. getting, they're getting pretty meta about it and that was pretty funny and it was also kind of funny that we were playing co-op so it it added a l- little extra le- uh, <laughs> so, humor to that situation so it was a 2v2 and therefore a fair fight exactly <laughs> yes we, we we got to take on ourselves just just 1v1 ourselves. um and then get skilled on uh there was there was one story sequence i uh, this is like another part of the incredibly stupid in like the not so good way to me is that um I I guess it's a retcon but not really but they bring back Johnny Gat um and I was not too into how they brought him back basically yeah. basically what happens is that at the beginning of Saints Row Three uh you you assume he dies because you're on radio with him and you hear gunshots and it cuts off the communication. So the entire game is under the impression that Johnny Gat died, and um, and yeah, you, uh, you you're taking revenge against the syndicate for his sake and his honor, but you you never actually see his body or anything like that. So it leaves it up to interpretation that maybe he could come back later on, and this game gives a definitive answer of oh yeah, the aliens showed up like a year earlier to come and kidnap Johnny Gat because they were too scared of him. If if they didn't kidnap him at his weakest moments, then um then he was going to fuck them up whenever they invaded. And mm. I I guess it works in the context of like the Saints Row story, but I'm not a fan of that direction. Yeah, no, I, I felt the same. Yeah. Um that the the level that um it, you do to save Johnny Gat though is very fun. It's uh it's a throwback to like Streets of Rage and Double Dragon. I think it's literally like straight up just ripping off um final fights um and you're you're doing like a 2d beat-em-up section of um the events of the first game leading up to aisha getting murdered and aisha being his um his lover in the first game yeah uh what else do i want to touch on for this um i also i also really like that they upped the ante of the 80s hype music in this game like um uh, you you get a lot of um Saints Row Three had a little bit of it, and mostly the final mission was uh set to holding up for a hero, which was like a really big moment for that game. So this game just starts peppering them throughout more frequently. You've got um uh the star of the, the star of the game was climbing up the nuke to um uh that one Aerosmith song I forgot the name of. 
Um, do you oh, remember the, the only well. song that Aerosmith ever had? Right, cool. <laughs> no. Um, do you remember the name of the song, Patrick? Is it Don't Wanna Miss a Thing? Yeah, it was Don't Wanna Miss a Thing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's, a, that's a good song, yes. Yeah. Don't wanna <laughs> fall asleep cause I miss you, babe. Um, there was a and second one. I don't one. wanna miss a thing. There was Thank another you, big, <laughs> there was another big moment like in the middle of the game that is escaping me right now. And the very end of the game, like I mentioned, uh, leading up to the final boss fight, you had the skydiving sequence too. You've got a touch playing as you get like, after doing a, a marathon of killing down enemies with like none of your superpowers anymore because you're back in the real world. You get this power armor, you've got all your upgrades back from the main game, and you've got the touch. You've got the power. Hmm. I, one of the issues that I had with Saints Row, obviously we touched on my annoyances with superpowers and how they just overpowered some of the other game mechanics, but the, the whole environment itself being in the simulation, it just felt uh, like Saints Row 3, you had the whole day-night cycle, right? And it felt vibrant and alive because it was based in real life, sort of. But the simulation, as I remember it at least, because it has been a while, it was red all the time. And there was just blocks of shit in the sky that you had to go and kind of Ubisoft your way up to for various rewards and, and upgrades and stuff. Did that get a bit tiring or, or were you on board with that? Because, you know, you just, as you said, did them back to back. Um, so it's not red the entire time. Like it starts off um, at nighttime. It's a very nice blue when it starts off the game. And it progressively gets more red as you're going through the story. I don't think it actually starts getting red until you hit like the halfway point maybe and it starts getting deeper red as things get more serious so i was okay with that like they use the skybox as a way to like visualize the intensity of the situation and where you are in the story and then once you finish the game they just give you free reign to change it so i would have liked like the proper day night cycle to be included as well it maybe it is but mm -hmm. maybe i haven't checked properly but um yeah like during the story i was fine with it um, the Ubisoft towers, I got those done in like five minutes, so they weren't like a pain to me. And also because it was co-op, uh, I, I could handle one and Trin would handle the other if she wanted to, but she was going around doing some other collectibles. So it was like doing it co-op, we were like getting off like a massive checklist of things done very rapidly and quickly between missions. So mm. it wasn't that big of an annoyance to me. I, I thought it was sure. fine. Yeah, and it might be that if I go back and play it now, I won't have any of those same issues either. I think it was just because, like, Saints Row 3, just hands down, is probably, well, it's obviously my favorite Saints Row game, but of those sorts of games is certainly top, probably top three, uh, if, if not my favorite of, of that sort of game. So Saints Row 4, <laughs> d difference bad, girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and I think a lot of, like, me being okay with it is just, I would, I'm playing these back-to-back, -back, so if it was just Saints Row 3 again, yeah. I'd, yeah, yeah. I'd be pretty tired of it. So, uh, uh, did you have any other final sort of thoughts? Because start wrapping up a bit otherwise. Yeah, no, um, overall, I think Saints Row 4 is, it's good. I, I think I'm leaning on to the side of, I, I think Saints Row 3 is better, but... It's, hey, it's, welcome, welcome. <laughs> but they're, they're also, like, kind of... Skies blew up this side. <laughs> they're, they're also pretty different games for how much similarity there are between them, if that makes sense. So, yeah, like, no, I, I do know what you mean by they, that, yeah. They could both be the same score for different reasons, 
but Saints Row 4, like, giving me that bad glitch at the end and, like, pissing me off so much, I'm I'm going to give settle on, like, a 6 out of 10 for this. Um, mm. I, I still recommend it to people. I think it's very worth playing, especially if you like open-world games and just, like, superpower doing sort of fantasies. Yeah, and doing dumb shit for a while. It's also not that long of a game, um, so... Yep. And especially since it's free at the moment, and I'm pretty sure it goes on sale a lot if you want to buy it. Yeah. Um, very, very worth so, the time. Um, final two <laughs> questions off the back of that then. So yeah. now that you've played all of the main games, does that make you want to play either Get Out of Hell and or Saints Row that's coming out in, shoot, a month? Two months? A month. Yeah, roughly a month, I think. A yeah. yeah. So we're going through these games because we want to play the, re- uh, the reboot when it comes out. Um, the plan is to get through Get Out of Hell before that as well. So yeah, we'll, we'll be going through those. Sweet. Um, and a second question. Well, no, that that was it. Oh, oh, okay. Um, also Get, get Out of Hell and Saints Row. <laughs> also, the one one more thing I want to add on is um, I I really like I really like to fight with Paul. <laughs> um, the the whole saving Pierce mission where it, it's his uh, horror is like Saints Flow turning on. Uh, on the saints and <laughs> That's it, it, right. it's it's not even like him being murdered by the product itself it's just the product um overtaking the saints and everything is his biggest fear and um and then it's visualized through a giant saints flow can monster godzilla and yeah <laughs> and then you take over as the statue of liberty to fight it that that's all fantastic stuff and and again that leads into the side of it's absurd but fun absurd and it's moments yep. like that that really make it worth playing. Cool. Well, thank you for that, Seth. Next up on oh, wow, the list. Shoot, jumping the gun. That's how I. That's how I introduce news stories. Well, you're uh, the host, but, the big fella. You can introduce it as much as you want. Well, in in things that are not new or newsworthy, uh, Steve, tell us about Digimon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, look, I'll I'll preface yeah, this. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. No, like. It is one of those games where it's, hmm, this game's okay. All right, 10 hours, I'm pretty much got it, I'm done. Oh, you're still going. Oh, you're still going. Oh, isn't that like the original Cyber thing? <laughs> yes, so the preface, okay, so let's, let's give some more context. What are we talking about, Steve? Um, I have no so, idea. Video games. Um, so Digimon Cyber Sleuth, Hacker's Memory, um, is a sequel to Digimon Cyber Sleuth that came out on the PlayStation 4 and the PS Vita. Uh, I know, I know. Shit console is now available on Switch as well. Yeah. What, what do you mean? Shit console is now, the greatest handheld in history. Might even be the greatest console in history. <laughs> Jesus Christ! The Wii has entered the chat. Um, <laughs> Jesus. The Wii, even not even the PS2, not even the DS, or the, v- not even the N64. Anyway, back or to the Digimon. Virtual Boy. Hey, hey! No one interrupted you, fellas. Fuck you. <laughs> so. Oh, sorry. What was that, Stephen? <laughs> It's your turn on the chopping block. I'm going to do, I'm having a tantrum, I'm not going to speak. Um, So it came out in 2017. Um, The original came out in 2015. Um, I play, uh, and then a complete edition came out in uh, 29 for the Switch and the PS4. Um, I picked up the the complete edition, so it had both games uh, last year for like $20 on the Switch. And that's that's pretty good. That's as much as I would So you're playing this on the Switch? Yes, I am playing this on the Switch. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> I don't think it's rough at all. Okay. Don't forget, though, this game was designed to be played on a Vita. The second one wasn't, though. Yeah, no, second one came out on the Vita as well. Oh. Yeah. Oh, shit. 
literally, and I reckon, so Hackett's memory takes place as sort of a side story following a different set of characters uh, than the first one, but it takes place at the same time as the first one. So you don't need to play the first one to play this one. Um, arguably, the game mechanics are the same, so you don't even have to worry about that. So it's, you're not really missing that much either. Uh, there are a couple of, uh, for lack of a better word, reoccurring characters that you see in both the games, but you don't need to play one to play the other at all. Are you talking about the Digimon? <laughs> yes, the Digimon are reoccurring. There's, kind of, there's like 21 extra Digimon in Hacker's memory. Is Gunmon um, in this game? Uh, probably. There's like a 300 and something. Um, and, oh my God, that's like a national deck. Yeah, like it's, it's, it's a fair Q? amount. Uh, no, that's a Pokemon. Better luck next time, champ. Oh my God, what, it's Pikachu. What, what, about, what about Porygon? Nope. So the trick to distinguish between Ogamon? Pokemon and Digimon is that Digimon uh, end with the letter Mon and Pokemon don't. Letter Mon. What about Porygmon? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't unlocked that one yet. Does it have Jabanyan? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> Does it have Koagamon? Koagamon is the big red beetle thing from the original anime that like screams and, and yells at them and they has the big pincers. Ah, Koagamon. Uh, look, yes, it does. It does. 100% it does. does it for, for the record, Jabanyan uh, is uh, from Yokai Watch. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember asking. What, what, about, what about that creature that Ben 10 turns into? Is that a Digimon? Which one? <laughs> Accelerates. Uh, there's literally we're not going through all the Ben 10 aliens. They they're not in here. Diamond. Oh, there's only ten of them. Come on. Four arms. There there is there is not just ten of them. There's there definitely just, not ten of them. Yeah, in the later seasons, he just gets like forty of them because it's like I don't know. I need this magic power to win. I need forty it, it, arms when, instead of ten. When he's when he's thirty, he has ten thousand. He he became Shh. Ben ten thousand. Okay, that's pretty funny. <laughs> How, how many years away are people from becoming <laughs> Seth 10,000? Uh, like that, that, that is a lot of podcast episodes. I, anyway, so to be honest, I don't get the story. The story's fucking bullshit. You're a hacker group and they use Digimon to hack into things, but you're a good guy because blah, blah, blah. Words, words, words. Which, uh, which Digimon did you choose for a starter? Quaxley. Uh, um, Quaxley. God damn it, Patrick. <laughs> If it wasn't, wasn't Agumon at the start, then it was a hard reset. No, you don't get that. Like, they, they try to get, like, the different ones you don't know. So, and don't laugh. I'm begging you, fellas, don't laugh. Yeah, what is it? I chose Betamon. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine not choosing Sigmamon. <laughs> uh, personally, I'm a fan of a Megamon. <laughs> Fuck, I was prepared not to laugh, too, but that just broke me. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. Well, so, <laughs> so you say like starter, like you do get a choice of three at the start, but it's it doesn't really well, matter. What was the rookie Digimon that you got? Uh, so you, uh, when you can evolve them, you can evolve them to like six or seven different ones, um, and then when you can, you can digivolve them up and digivolve them down, pretty much whenever they hit the level requirement. And there's okay. an advantage to digivolving them down more time so they get more ability points you can help their stats etc etc so it gets to a certain point and as you encounter other digimon you sort of like scan them um and then you can sort of like summon them to your team and you've got your team is limited to i think three battling and then i think it's six on the bench maybe nine on the bench i don't really know um hmm. and the 
If one of them gets red carded, are there then 10 on the bench? No. You can only have like, well, it's like 12 in total. So you just swap them in and out. But while there's that hard number, you have a limited amount of memory that like upgrades as you find memory upgrades through the game. And stronger Digimon take up more memory while Mm. weaker Digimon take up less. And they're sort of tied. It's an interesting way of doing it. And they're tied to sort of the Digimon stages as well. So when you start, you can only have like, you've got like 20 memory and like rookie Digimon take like six memory and champion Digimon can take between eight and 12. So you have to be sort of smart about what you've got on your team. Mm. Um, But then as you get going, like I think at the moment, I'm like up to chapter 16, I'm pretty sure there's 20 chapters and I've got like 160 memory. So I have like two mega Digimon, three ultra Digimon that I didn't know existed. Uh, and like I've, I've hit pretty much the level, sorry, the memory cap, but I've got like my team of super soldiers. Um, and just on that as well, like you do need to sort of level up, but there's two ways of leveling up. There's the normal, your battle Digimon, like whether they're other hackers, Digimons, or when you're walking around, there's like random encounters, um, which... God, I hate random encounters so much. I hate them so much. They just suck. Anyway. You might as well so hate can... RPGs if you hate random encounters. They don't need to do them anymore. Does not need to exist in 2017 when this game came. I like the Final Fantasy VII approach where you can just turn them off. Yeah. No, you just have, the, have, have them the overworld, like just what Lino Blade yeah, does. Yeah, but the problem with ones in the overworld is that once you, if you're grinding and you kill the ones in the overworld, you're like, well... Now I need to run back somewhere to make them respawn or whatever. Shouldn't need to grind in your game, big fella. Should not need to grind. That's what if a... I want to hit max level? Yeah, what if I want to hit max level? What if I want to make the number big? Anyway, this is an argument. What that if I'm... I also want to make Seth's number big? <laughs> I'll make something else of yours big. <laughs> so your credit card number, right? I'll make that actually really low while you're giving it to me. Um, rats, I should have started with that. But anyway, but the, but the other way of leveling is essentially uh, depositing your Digimon in uh, the Digibank. And pretty much every minute they gain like one point of XP and they essentially just you put them there, they level up, that's it. So you put it there, turn on your switch, leave it charging overnight and come back. <laughs> no, that's even, uh, you laugh, but unironically, you can be like literally put your switch to sleep. And because the game is still like open, it's, it's still literally a mobile down. game. Yeah, so it, it does like that. And then there's a weird thing of like, I went through and wanted to get like all the different digivolutions. So you digivolve it up, then you undigivolve it, then you wait for it to get the, new, the necessary levels and you digivolve it to the next one you wanted and so on and so forth. And these digibanks can hold, uh, the first one you get holds 10 and then you buy another digibank and then you've got essentially 20 and then 30 and then I think the max is like 50. So essentially you can get like essentially a super soldiers and you can be like quite game breaking, especially if you're like me and it's like, okay, um, I played it. I'm going to put all these ones in the bank uh, and then I'll come back to it later. And then three days pass. And it's like, oh, shit, all three of them are like not level 99. Um, do they, do, do the ones in the bank count towards your memory cap? No, they do not. So you, can, so, but you, can't, you can't use the ones that are in the bank in battle. It's only the ones that you've brought into your- Right, I know, but I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying if, if, you, if you can become capped and you have stuff in the bank, does it let you swap or do you need like a third thing to stick some in? Yeah, you have to go like sort of back to the, the PC box um, to sort of swap them out. Like you can't do it on the fly. Right. Like, like, imagine, like imagine instead of like in Pokemon, you'd be depositing Pokemon into the PC box and they're gaining levels there. It's like that. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. Well, with the newer Pokemon games, you can get it on the field. But, and so yeah. you were saying that you started with 10. So does that go up? 
Yes. Yeah. So you just find more and you go up. So essentially you can have like 50 Digimon essentially gaining XP while you're out continuing the story and you put it down to sleep. you're just doing something else in your real world. Unironically, yeah, you go to work, you're... Having a it's social event, recording RPG a podcast. For mobile phones. <laughs> yeah, yeah Jesus Christ. Arena or anyone? <laughs> yeah, and then it got to a point where it's like, okay, you know what? Instead of like waiting to play the, well, in, I am waiting to play the game. Like, let's sort of see what Digimon are out there and what I think look cool and what I'm going to put on my team. But because you're always digivolving Digimon up and down, and then maybe down again, and then to like a third option, and then a fourth and a fifth, I started losing track of the Digimon that I sort of wanted. So I renamed them to like just people names. So it's like Bruce. <laughs> hey, Craig. Yeah, I would, it's like Bruce, Trisha, Damien, and whatever names I could think of just going in my Did head. Did you name one after me? No. Oh. I wanted a good Digimon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if I was going to say if it, if it was me, is it? Um, but I can't remember the dude, the, the poop Digimon's name. Uh, Sukumon or whatever it's called. Sukumon, that's it. Yeah. Um, there's Platinum Sukumon. Um, yeah. So uh, I've pretty much got uh, my dream team. I wouldn't be able to tell you their names because when you rename them, it's like, oh, yeah, like Bruce Digivolves into Bruce. Bruce. <laughs> like it's, all right, what, what's he called? I don't know. You named him Bruce. Bruce. I can't keep that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, and, but it's also a different way of like collecting different moves. So let's say I evolve my Digimon into a fire type. I get a bunch of fire moves. Then I digivolve it down to its rookie level. Then I digivolve it into a separate like light element or a or an earth element. I'll get a bunch of those moves. So you can have like one Digimon that has like all the different elements and affinities. And there is like a, and there is like a basic sort of type chart. How many moves um, can you have? Uh, so you get one special move that has its own custom animation, which every Digimon has its own custom animation for its own special move. And some of them actually have mm-hmm. two special moves, and they all look sick. Um, Pokemon's like got, no I, I will use the same animation for the same attack yeah, over and over and yeah. over again too hard Build yeah. most, most profitable franchise can't make animation wah wah yeah it's, right, it's sorry, go on. no the, the, the special animations look really good and it's really good seeing them um, like even at like the rookie level or like the in training like they've all got the special ones but then they've got like you've got four or five different other moves that are just sort of like generic moves and it's just that animation is just them moving their arm or something um if Which you is, leave multiple Digimon in the bank, do you get Digimon eggs? No. You know, there are, the concept of eggs doesn't really exist in this game. It, there's no <laughs> breeding. Um, yeah, that's... The story's so fucking... It's not No, they're... Well, in terms of human and poke, Digimon capability, all Vaporimon. <laughs> um, no, stop uh, this. <laughs> yeah, both the best. Um, and it's also a funny thing uh, on that sort of same tangent of... Human Pokemon oh, relations. Same tangent, uh, same tangent even. <laughs> Jesus Christ. As as Digimon sort of get more stronger, they get more like humanoid in appearance, and it gets like fucking weird. Oh god, it is the same tangent. <laughs> it yeah. is the same tangent. Yeah. Like so anyway, get, Devil yeah. Woman and Angel Woman, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, Devil Woman and Angel Woman can like did you uh, have like a Digivolution thing, a DNA Digivolution, and they become. I was like, oh okay. That, I forgot the DNA Digivolve exists. Yeah. It's like oh that. So uh, she can be an angel devil mon. Yeah, and then yeah. my girlfriend kicks in the, the door to the lounge and was like, hey, what type of game are you playing here, Steve? I'm like, no, it's Digimon, I swear. Why is this hentai? <laughs> yeah, and it's like, they not only do they become more humanoid, they wear less and less clothing. It's like, they're literally taking <laughs> the fucking piece. Angel um, woman wearing less clothing is like, from what I remember of watching it as a kid, is an achievement in itself. <laughs> it's, it's fucking It's nuts. just tassels at that point. Yeah, like, <laughs> R-rated game, yeah. But like, as I said before, the story shit. Um, 
I sort of like my eyes glaze over as they're sort of talking. Um, and I'm like, oh shit, I wasn't really paying attention. I don't know where to go anymore. <laughs> so, yeah, but, it, but it's lucky there's like a, uh, there's sort of like a person you can go to and ask them. It's like, hey, where am I supposed to go? And they, and she pretty much tells you straight up, like, oh, you're supposed to go here, which is fantastic because I couldn't be bothered. What are you stupid? How did you forget? Well, it's not even I forgot. I just my eyes glazed over. I, like, I didn't didn't ask. Like, did not ask why you're telling me your life story. Um, and it's it, it suffers from a lot of like I think someone said it in like 2014. I can't remember which streamer I was watching at the time. And they were like, uh, a lot of JRPGs suffer from JDS, which is Japanese dialogue syndrome, which is just talking <laughs> to suck and sake of talking. That it's is like, a blah, fucking blah, blah. excellent uh, way to call it. That's I'm going to use that. Yeah, like it is just blah 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 blah. I'm like I don't fucking give a shit. Where am I supposed to go? Um, yeah, and uh, and every single female character is borderline wearing um, lingerie, but what if I, I remember that the Cyber Sleuth games actually had a character that I was a big fan of design wise. I can't remember her though. Yeah, it's probably one of the titty ones. Piece of shit. Probably. Probably. Yeah. I played um, the first bit of the first game, and I just I don't know. It was hard to get into. It is very hard to get into. It's a bit of slog at the start. Like it's yeah, which it just it was literally just dialogue for like two hours. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking so fucking. Um, and, and essentially the combat itself is your three on three. There's a basic type chart that's like got five elements, um, and light and dark that are good against each other. Um, and then you've got sort of a secondary type, for lack of a better word, with either uh, vaccine, virus, um. Or something else, and then like every Digimon sort of falls into that property, which means you can sort of be you can use a not very effective move, but do a bit more damage because you use because uh, your Digimon is a superior like a stab move, basically. Yeah, oh. essentially. But like it'd be like it. I don't know. It's a, it's a difficult thing to describe. Like if I'm a vaccine Digimon, vaccine Digimons are good against uh, virus Digimons. But the virus Digimon is a grass type and I'm a water type. I do, instead of half damage, I do 0.75% damage. Oh, um, that's an interesting mechanic. So it is. And then if you like get the type matchups really good, you can do three times the damage. Um, so I remember now, it wasn't design wise. I like Nokia because her name is Nokia. Ah, uh, yes, Nokia. Have you seen what she looks like? Yeah, she, I have. She's wearing fucking. Jesus Christ, man. That's why I said uh, it wasn't design wise. She's 15, man. Get out of here. Um, but yeah, so it, and definitely if you get those type combinations, right, literally like you're two shotting like bosses and it's like, okay, all right, see you later. Now we're back to the dialogue again. Um, but yeah. How does uh, it compare to the excellent Digimon games of Dawn and Dusk? I haven't played Dawn and Dusk. I know you oh, told me to play sorry, my Sorry, do you mean Pokemon Sun and Moon? <laughs> no. Dawn and Dusk came way before it, yeah. Sun and Moon. Yeah. Uh, they are honestly superior games to Sun and Moon. I need to play those earlier. Digimon games, I've heard they're very good. So fucking good. Um, Dawn yeah, and anyway, Dusk are like some of my favorite games of all time, but yeah. sorry, go on. Yeah, well, no, that's, I, don't, I don't know if I can recommend this game. Like, I, I got it when I was sort of wanting an Ichimon, uh, Ichimon, uh, to scratch a Digimon <laughs> itch I had last year. I played the first one. I didn't mind it. I played this one. I didn't mind it. Um, it's a five. Wow, like, that's right. I, yeah, I, I wouldn't, it's just mediocre. That's what five is. It's like, would I play it again? God, no. Did I enjoy myself playing it? Nah, probably a little bit. But it definitely uh, oversteps its welcome. Like you could probably cut out half the half the game and be like, "Yeah, this is a good length." Like I'm, I'm not even feeling like burnout. It's just like, okay, I'm done with this. Like, but because yeah, the way I'm hardwired, I have to finish the game. God forbid. It probably doesn't help that you also played two in a row. <laughs> well, no, so I played the last one like uh, middle of last year, so it's pretty much been twelve oh. months. 
Like it's all, okay. It, oh, if you play the one like if you play them back to back, it's it's borderline the same game. Like yeah, you, you, that you get burnout from that. But I only pick it up like half an hour, forty five minutes a day. I go through thirty minutes of dialogue, fifteen minutes of battles, ten minutes of sorting the Digimon in the Digimon bank, uh, and that's it. But yeah, that's I don't know. If you like Digimon, maybe pick it up on sale. I paid twenty dollars for those like, two games. Essentially, I didn't mind it, provided you space them out for whatever reason. Was it worth the twenty dollars? I say it was. Okay. Provided, like, I would have hated it though if I played the the games back to back. Like, it's literally ten dollars now for ten dollars later. When you think of it like that, but, as long as it was worth the ten dollars. Yeah, I, I'd say it was. If you weren't into Digimon, I reckon you'd hate it. But no. Cool. Uh, All right, Patrick. What have you been up to? Thank you for that, Steve. People really need to stop trying to take my job. Um, <laughs> it's giving you a break. Introduce yourself because you have such a higher self self importance. You know. Huh. Would you like to host Josh? No, 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 no. God no. <laughs> <laughs> then I think Patrick's self worth is justified. Yeah, Fair enough. Fits fits about right. I think. Um, what have I been up to? Uh, well, I have been up to Outer Wilds, as I said, but given how old that game is relative to other stuff, probably won't talk about it. But I have been up can, to Can I ask you a couple work. of questions? Can I ask you a couple of questions about it? Did you need a guide to finish that game? No. Base shit, I hate you. Look at this genius. <laughs> Steven will no longer ask questions about the Outer Wilds. <laughs> Are you going to drop spoilers? Now, or? Now, now I'm curious. Oh, oh, you're right, because Josh might be playing it. Uh, uh, e- roughly... I don't mind too much if you drop some spoilers as long as not like the main plot. Oh, what, what, what was so, the, yeah, what would you need the guide for? Was getting to that place with a black hole. Like literally, because I had like everything filled out. I just needed that last piece. Yeah. Um, to get that power source or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, from that, that, those twin planet things. I didn't realize that you could only, uh, uh close your ears, Josh. Um, or deafen yourself or whatever. <laughs> That's, not, that's not like physically possible. <laughs> well, deafen yourself. There's a deafen button on Discord. There, there is. No, that's no, fine. Don't, don't worry yeah. about it. I'll, I'll, I'll play it with spoils. It's fine. It's, we've been yeah. out for like four years. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, you'll need a guide. It's not, well, you won't need a guide anymore. I'm telling you. There's that planet oh, with, all this, with all the sands coming off and you have to follow the sand through it or something like that. Right. Yeah, I, I, di- I didn't get that. I had to look up a guide for that. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, all yeah, right, that... that was underwhelming. <laughs> all right, all this. <laughs> well, I mean that that like I I didn't struggle with that, but I discovered that really late. So I sort of I think I'd figured out. Yeah, from yeah. from speaking from speaking to that and speaking to uh, uh like another friend who's finished it. Uh, a lot of the places that were difficult to figure out or places that people have used guides for was stuff that I just attempted wasn't successful at and then just left it and then just came back later like uh, way yeah. later <laughs> yeah like that planet with all the water on it that's pretty fucked yeah yeah that one took me a while <laughs> yeah no yeah that i was throwing myself with that for a while but that wasn't i didn't need a guy for that what do you think uh well, well i'm not gonna spoil it for josh josh is gonna play it we'll rate it out of 10 um, you, you can talk about it uh, it's fine no no we, we really don't know no yeah it, it ruins the magic if you know what happens also true uh out of 10 Really hard to say. There, there was one, when, when we have a larger discussion about this, I'll talk about this more, but I, I hit a lull in the middle of it where 
I wasn't on board with the overarching plot because I just didn't know enough about what was going on. Everything that I had to do seemed like I was just missing some trick. And then of that, some of the stuff I had attempted to do, I'd done it in a way that wasn't how it was supposed to be intended. I don't mean that I like found an exploit or whatever, but uh, like uh, the, the, the cactus, for example, right? I, uh, my first experience with the cactus was, uh, was being able to, uh, <laughs> yeah. was, was chas chasing down coleus in, in the lake bed, right? So yeah. I was able to manipulate the, the cactus. And so then I look at other cactus and I go, okay, I should be able to manipulate these. And I can't. <laughs> and that's not a spoiler, Josh, because you, like every other rational person out there, would probably think you shouldn't be able to manipulate a cactus. <laughs> but the problem was that that was what I did first. So I assumed that that was how it worked. So then I felt like an idiot and that I was just missing something when it didn't work for me. So right. yeah, it was like it was like a block of probably like two hours of just everything was frustrating. No progress was made. And. I, I just wasn't on board. It wasn't like, I'm going to stop playing this. It was just, I was just sort of uncaring and just rushing to just wait for the next piece. But towards the end, it got really good and I got really on board with it and suddenly the plot made sense and it was like, holy shit, this is actually really cool. So overall, honestly, I don't know. I finished it about an hour or two hours ago now. Uh, I really enjoyed the ending, but I, I don't know. I, eight? Like, I, I'd recommend other people play it. I don't know if it's one of my favorite games of all time. It's a very unique game for what it is, so that's cool. But yeah, I don't know. Eight, eight for now. Come back later. I'll, I'll update it. How how long did it take you guys to beat it? Do you think estimate? Well, Ooh, I don't have to estimate. I I looked this up because I was comparing how long it took with uh with kind of the expected length of time. It took me twenty four hours and forty minutes. Oh, almost spot on a day. Yeah, which actually kind of works out with the game story in mind. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, but what, what's funny with that, uh, is that, now that I say, want, keep wanting to say that I want to move on. So when I talked about Deathloop all those weeks ago, I spent 40 hours in that game. It did not feel like I spent 40 hours in that game. I actually don't know where, where, where all that time went. And out of Wilds, I'm surprised that I spent 24 hours because I expected that total playtime to be longer. Oh, in so, a bad way then. Yeah, I, th no, I would think. No, 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 no. It's, it's, it's not a bad time. way. It's just yeah. because you're going through so many. Like, the, the loops are 24 minutes, right? Yeah. You go through so short. many of them that your concept of how long you've spent all up just vanishes because it's the same 24 minute block over and over again. You're just doing different stuff inside it. So, when, when I got to the end of the game, I, because of that lull in the middle where I just wasn't making any progress and a few other dumb things that just got me killed or I had to reset the loop. I just thought that my time would have been blown out well past where a completionist run would end up, but I was basically spot on the uh, how fast to beat completionist time for, for Outer Wilds. Well, how, how long do you, if you remember, do you think it took you, Stephen? Probably around a similar time. Um, maybe even 20 or something. I, I really got like into it. I, uh, I didn't have the lull that Pat went through. I had like a literally like a resurgent, like, oh, this is all clicking. It all comes together. Um, but then at the same time, I went and got like 100% of the achievements, so like I did everything. Uh, oh, so you liked it that much, yeah. Very good, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I've played the first, uh, I, I want to say hour, but it, it, it can't have been that long because the day would have ended. So I, I, played, I did like a 
Sorry, what was that? Well, the day's like 22 minutes or something, aren't they? It's, it's 24 minutes, yeah. 24, um, yeah. I think. I think it's 24 minutes. Yeah. Um, they, they don't start, it doesn't start counting until you actually interact with that object in the museum. So if you spend okay, like- Okay, that's yeah. why I've played more. Yeah. Than, okay, because I, I did a whole bunch of stuff and then I interacted with the object in the museum and then I got on the ship and flew away and then I did a whole bunch of other things and then I was like, oh, I'm going to turn it off. Like, you know, I'm going to come back to this after I finish Final Fantasy. And um, a, f- a friend of mine was like watching me play it and going, no, 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 play it like uh, five more minutes. And I was like, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> like I had yeah. no idea that it was going to lose. So can, then you it get ended. the bad ending if you, if you manage to find a way to die before you see that statue. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah. No, I was I, just like, oh, I, I'll come I back to this, that. but it was cool. <laughs> oh my God. Oh wait, no, I did as well because I went through the achievements looking at what was in there and it was like um die within the first like two minutes or something. So I yeah. quite literally spawned and stood on the fire until I died. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Bad ending. Yeah, literally literally <laughs> the first you, thing I did. You, you didn't save the universe. <laughs> anyway, um yeah, no, it seems cool. Obviously we can have a deeper discussion later. Yeah, I'll, no, I'll play I that next. Totally not wanting a deeper discussion, it's already gone for seven minutes. No, yep. we are gonna move on though. Um the boys. Uh, the boys. Oi, oi. Oi, oi. I guess it's the... Stephen and Patrick continue talking about things that... We have our own Josh the boys section. Let's not call it that. Um, that that <laughs> Sep and Josh uh, only wish they could uh, contribute to. I wish because... I was in the boys club. Yeah, yeah don't, don't we all. Uh, so, um, I don't really know how we're going to... So, See, from my perspective, I'll give my perspective, you give your perspective, and then I'll tell you why you're wrong. Probably sounds like the best way to do it. What if we um, agree? So from, <laughs> so you're from still wrong. Season one was fantastic. Correct. Loved season one. Yeah. Uh, particularly because, so the, the, this, the, I'm going to spend a little bit of time talking about Huey, because Huey is, is kind of my issue through the rest of the boys. Yes, very I, good. That is correct. I, I, I love Huey in that Huey is a perfect representation for the audience because random shit will happen and Huey will just be sitting there absolutely dumbfounded, unsure what to do next. Much yep. like we, the audience, are dumbfounded, unsure of what's going to happen next. The problem is, I don't, I don't know if it's a writing issue or what, but Huey just becomes this kind of uh, too big for his britches, uh, trying to move out of the I have no idea what's going on. And admittedly, if that's going to go on for longer than a season, it does start to wear thin. But it's difficult when he's still the main link that we have to the audience. And so when Huey starts trying to get all fucking uppity and wants to like make change in the world and stuff, uh, it gets a bit annoying because that starts deviating from the formula that I thought was so successful in season one. And I don't think it's a particular issue in season two and three, but... I noticed that it's not the same as season one. Yeah, I think that's and, just it's, it's just the evolution of the show. Like, yeah, it it, it absolutely is. And I, I, like, honestly, if if I was in the writers' room, I'd have no idea how you'd fix that. But what they did do a really good job with is, uh, particularly in season three, building out a lot of the other characters that I felt got a little bit sidelined through season two, just to kind of drive the plot forward. Um, and boy, howdy, did they let everyone sort of expand on characters? I yeah. don't know. Yeah. I don't know why we got as much of the backstory to Billy Butcher as we did. I think uh, in hindsight, not, yeah, not really. We got that when he was in that uh, mind sort of palace thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I feel like we could have probably nipped that one a, a, a hair 
a hair but, even. But, but no, I think I think that tied in quite well with the destructive path that Butcher was taking Huey down. Yeah. Um, and even though he the, went through all of that, he's like, you know what? Fuck yeah, keep taking Temp V. But the the problem I have problem I have with that is that that so to me, right, entirely personal opinion here. To me, that's lazy writing because we've had three seasons to try and flesh that out. And they fleshed it out a little bit through, I don't remember which season, but when he goes and talks to his dad or whatever. Yeah, but, season two, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I think you're probably right. But it gets, it, it, it feels lazy to me when the only way that you can justify how a character behaves is like, let's give him a flashback. <laughs> let's, let's make him remember how he treated a character previously and how that will affect characters in his present day life. And it just feels like if they could do that in the present time, they should have, or like have something happen that makes it come up organically, not just he gets trapped in a mind palace and then realizes he's a shit. <laughs> yeah, you're right. No, that that, that <laughs> yeah, okay. could be done in a better way. Uh, and and realistically, like it 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 does sort of tie in with Huey going down his dark path of yeah, how cool. I've always bullied, and now I'm the bully. Yeah, but, no, it it it. Like, I can see why they did it. Yeah, I just still it, think that it's lazy writing to, to reveal Bully Butcher's sort of backstory like that. And we'd already had it explained in season two anyway. Like, there was not that much of a difference. That, that's what I mean, is that that's yeah. all part of it. And so they, they make a big deal about how Billy's going through this kind of turning point. But it's kind of like, right, but why? <laughs> but that is, it, it does sort of set a reminder, because I think it's like, I'm not sure if it's like later that episode or like, the first scene in the next one, you hear about Soldier Boy's dad uh, and the whole thing of like, oh yeah, I'm a super soldier dad. Yeah, I can live up to your expectations. And your dad's like, nah, fuck you. You took a shortcut, piece of shit. Um, <laughs> which is like, oh, okay. Fucking dunking on Captain America. Yeah, literally like, oh yeah, you're a super soldier, but yeah, you cheated. I'm like, what do you mean? I was in the army. I helped you out. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, you are right. Like it's, I think it focuses a bit too much on Huey than what it should, but I can see why it does. Yeah. Like, and it does sort of, it does complete the circle of him going, he's powerless, he can't do anything, he's trying to do the right, things the right way at the start, and he never doesn't do anything because it turns out he's working for a super, um, aren't we all? Oh, okay. I guess we're just going to drop spoilers. Yeah. Well, Josh, Seth, do you guys care? I could, no, (laughs) no. It, it, right. it is revealed in episode one of season three, so yeah. it's not like a spoiler for season three. Oh, actually, well. no, it's revealed at the end of season two. My bad. Oh, actually, yeah, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a spoiler at all. Well, Wait it's a, a spoiler for the show. It's not a spoiler for the season. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway, like, I, I sort of uh, did like Huey. Like, every, all the arcs completed. Um, Kimiko's arc completed. Frenchie's arc completed. Oh, I'm not really sure if Butcher even had her arc. Had an arc because he didn't really kill Soldier Boy. I <laughs> uh, sorry, he didn't kill uh, Homelander. Um, Starlight completed their arc. Homelander completed his arc. Um, Soldier Boy completed his arc. But it, I'm still top, to- like very torn on the ending. It definitely felt like nothing really changed. Like they're back, they're back to square one. That's, like it, that's exactly a, so. Yeah. Oh, that that that's my entire. That that's in a nutshell why I don't know how to feel about the boys season three because I loved the stuff that they did with the characters, all of the character like fleshing out and arc and all of that, all that exploration was awesome and definitely valid and needed to be in that. But the main vehicle that they had for the plot was basically we fucked up. Let's spend 
the entire season trying to unfuck ourselves, and then they do unfuck themselves, and then they're right back at square one. <laughs> yeah, no, hundred percent, you're right. But it, but it it sort of seems like it's a if it, it seems like it's a middle like a middle season. Like it was good, a lot of the stuff happened, but not not a lot changed. If yes, that makes exactly. sense, exactly. Yeah, and so and now, it's yeah, it's a perfect middle season. Provided they only do four or five more and it's not more of the same. I, I feel like that happened with Castlevania season three as well. I haven't watched like that, that impression of it was a season, things happened, but overall the status quo didn't change. Well, because I, I don't think it's a spoiler because they make it pretty clear pretty early. But the whole thing is so, a soldier boy might still be alive. Soldier boy is some like some old like one of the first. <laughs> You'll need to stop saying soldier boy before I break out into the freaking song. Soldier boy, tell you, <laughs> you. Yeah. Uh, so soldier boy was one of the first superheroes. He was supposedly killed, but maybe he's not. So then they go on a hunt to try and find soldier boy because they think soldier boy is the only one that can kill Homelander. And then plot happens, and then they have to basically defeat soldier boy, and then they do. It's oh no! No, nah, nah, your grace is simplifying it. Like they, they team up with Sol- or half of the team teams up with Soldier Boy to bring down Homelander. Right. No, but I'm I'm saying in terms of the why it returns to square one, they realize that Soldier Boy isn't gonna isn't gonna be the one to kill Homelander, and that Soldier oh, Boy yeah. is just as much of a threat. Therefore, they have to defeat Soldier Boy, and so then the rest of the season is them defeating Soldier Boy, and then they do, and so they get to the season finale and they defeat Soldier Boy, and it's like okay, cool. So the whole point of this season was to. Find Soldier Boy to kill Homelander. Homelander's still alive. Soldier Boy's been found, and we defeated Soldier Boy. It's like, yeah, no, okay. nothing changed. Yeah. All, all they do is just make more enemies. And I fucking hated how Butcher literally shat on um, Ryan. Oh fuck it. And then, oh, what do you mean? Oh, well, heavy spoiler territory. But what did he fucking expect, big fella? God. Hey, wait, wait. Butcher shitting on Ryan. Ryan's a kid. Homelander's kid. Oh fuck yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, what do you expect, man? You're a fuck yeah. But anyway, that's, yeah. I, very good. I still highly recommend the boys. Oh, excellent. Like, a- Anthony Starr playing Homelander. It, it's, it's, a, it's a sight. <laughs> Everybody says that, like, he's such, like, a good guy, like, in real life. And I'm like, I don't believe that. He plays it so too good. Like, I, <laughs> he I, plays I, I, it so well. Like, I want him to be such a fuckweed because that's, that's such a fucking good actor. Like, every, every facial expression, I can, like, I can feel it. And I'm like, oh, yeah. fuck. Like, I I think I think my, like if if you want if you want a a single thirty second scene that I saw that got me into the boys before anything else it wasn't even anything crazy it was someone holed up in a building just shooting at cops and so there's like just this is back in season one and so there's like cops all sheltering uh, sheltering behind vehicles trying to like take out the gunman or whatever and then it's Homelander and Queen Maeve calmly walking down the street talking about uh like whether one of whether a superhero who can go invisible is still around or whether he's like <laughs> gone missing and they're yeah. trying to and, and they're having this serious discussion and there's just bullets flying everywhere and then one of the cops looks up he's like homelander you're the best like, hey <laughs> you do you pal like bullets just like fucking bouncing off him and shit he flies up and uh, he flies up and rips the spine out of the gunman in like 30 seconds uh yeah it's yeah it's just it's just such a perfect encapsulation of it. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Um, I don't, oh. and, yeah. Well, let, 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 uh, yeah. Right, we can be final, Yeah, final thoughts. It's really good. Everybody go watch it. 
I'm not sure yeah, if that no, hero gets so fi- Final two other characters that we didn't actually touch on arcs because they were the bad guys. A-Train came full circle. Really liked that. I'm not sure what I... I think his arc would have been fine uh, if he died, to be honest. Like he... <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. Not because oh, it's black, is it? Ten warning shots in the back, eh? Is that what you're trying to be like? Um, but I don't think he needed to keep like I could sort of see what they're trying to do with that blue hawk or whatever it was um, but yeah I don't know his arc came full circle he doesn't need to be there anymore yeah no that's what I'm saying so I, I like like if, if he had just died it would have been sad I think that the arc oh, that okay, through season no. 3 was good in that now like he is a character and he's more complicated than first glance and through season 1 and 2 and I like that they didn't do anything weird to make that happen. It felt organic. Yeah, no, that's very true. Yeah. Oh God, I hate I just, the deep. I hate the fuck. I, you got, I, you got to talk about the I deep. I love the deep. I was uh, going to say, I, lo- I love him so much. I know. I, He's the actor's really shit. good as well, but it's like every fucking moment, I'm like, I'm visibly cringing. Like, <laughs> and that is his character, and he plays it very well. So, um, if, uh, so, so the 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 deep to translate to Josh. You know that Family Guy cutaway where they talk about how Aquaman is just, like, in the ocean asking the mugger to, to stop mugging the lady yeah. on the beach? Yeah, it's excellent, yeah. That, that's the deep. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Like, yeah, it's pretty funny. Like, in every scene, like, Homeland is like, don't you have, like, an octopus to fuck or something like that? Like, <laughs> I'll let you know if I've, we've got, like, a plumbing issue or something. Like, it's so funny. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and it does sort of, it gets, like, weird, um... He goes through an entire, like, religious cult experience, but, oh, it's so, like, fucking, man, like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not gonna say that I, that I'm a fan of the deep, but I just, I love the character. <laughs> so entertaining at all times. Anyway, I also highly recommend to go and watch The Boys. Um, Where I, would one watch this show? Amazon Prime exclusive. I'm not paying Amazon to watch this. Pirate it, pirate <laughs> it. Uh, oh, I, if I watch it, I will pirate it. It is based on a comic book, I think, though. Uh, might be able to find it, it, no, it, it is. No, it is. Um, I've heard uh, mixed reviews. Manga? Yeah, Western manga. Um, I've heard mixed reviews about the comic book. Oh, okay. Um, I think it's but by the same guy that does Invincible, actually. That, or maybe it's the same publishing both company. On, um, both Prime. On Prime. Yeah. Invincible, um, another good show. Invincible yeah, is we, fantastic. We yeah. have talked about. Have we? I, yeah. Ninety percent. Sure yes, you have. have. Yeah. Because yeah. I had to sit here and like pretend I knew what that was too. <laughs> um but yeah i think uh i think overall all seasons are good season one is still the strongest in you also just having no idea what's going on and therefore it being this fun you're learning while huey does but then season three character wise is probably the strongest season two it's fine it has some excellent set pieces but it's not super memorable in its own right it's more what it does between one and three but that's all i have to say about that uh where are we at oh man we we still have a fair bit to get through don't we news time baby uh unfortunately not let's talk final fantasy 7 josh uh uh you know what we'll we'll skip it this week and we'll talk about it next week when seth's done with the dlc yeah that sounds good to me yeah cool seth let's talk about multiverses Alrighty, this this should be quick because I think I'm the only one. Uh, me and Josh have both played it around about the same amount of time, and Steve said he's only touched it a little bit, but 
this this is just kind of like a quickish discussion about some impressions we've gotten since it's an open beta. Now that the open beta is out, we know how their uh, monetization's working, and boy, <laughs> do I have some words about it. Um, how how do you guys feel about words, it first? Seth? What what was that? What are those words? I do not like it. I'm not thinking not, that. So anyway, yeah, that can we have was not as strongly worded now? as it seemed. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, 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 um, I wanted to get your impressions about it first before I go into detail. I think I, the monetization I, is exactly what I expected, to be honest. Yeah, may, yeah, maybe a tad more on the expensive side, but it uh, is a free-to-play yeah, game. It is, it is only for skins. It is thirty dollars to get the Harley Quinn skin, the classic Harley Quinn skin, and that that was disgusting to me. Okay. I want to separate my thoughts there. Okay, so I think the monetization tactics are exactly what I expected. The price of some of the stuff, including the $160 pre-order, is insanity. They are so insanely expensive. So I think the tactics I expected, the price, uh, not so much. Yeah, I can probably put that. But at the same time, these free-to-play games exist off the, for lack of a better word, the good-natured version of Wales. Yeah. Paying yeah. for essentially that so we can get the game for free. If people want to pay for it, they'll pay for it. Um, um on the one free. hand on the one hand I'm glad that all of it is um all everything is cosmetics, so it's not like you're actually paying for um any gameplay stuff related things or characters. You can well, if you, you want do, to. You do buy the characters, but, but yeah, you can also you can earn, earn them earn for them. free and um, they've got the rotation going, so you can give every character a try. And also, if you're playing local, I've heard um, it just has all the characters unlocked. So it's that's only... Oh, that's good for fighting games. That's, that's sick. Yeah, okay. Ch- chuck one back for multiverses. I, that's a really good way to do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, need, I need to double check that, but I believe that if you're playing local, then it's everyone's unlocks. So just just for tournament game setups. Tournaments. Yeah, yeah, actually viable, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's just... Um, the battle pass is something where it's like I'm used to seeing other games with battle passes just kind of like sprinkle in a little bit of the paid currency in there to like keep you coming back for more a little bit. Um, usually it just enough that if you max out the battle pass, then it's self-refreshing if you've bought it. Um, that's not the case with this game. And I, I guess I'm a little weirded out by that. Um, it, and it's just going to be like, Hey, every time a new season, a new battle passes out, it's going to be another fresh fifteen dollars. And you, you say that, but this is also a pre-season battle pass that is shorter than the others. So this one might be different to what they had that, planned. That's also true. Yeah, so we should also yeah. still yeah. see, maybe beta, we'll see so. something different when the uh, the full open beta is out. Yeah, well, the full open beta is out. The, the full game. Oh uh, yeah, out. I mean the the full season. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. What uh for. I'll pro if it, the way I'm handling it at the moment is that if I max out my level on the battle pass, which isn't something I'm actively trying to do, but if it does happen before the end of this preseason, then I might as well just chuck the money on just to get those unlocks. Um, oh, so if- it's like a free battle pass that you then pay to get premium. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You you got two you got two versions yeah, of the yeah, battle pass. So so yeah. it's it's the Rocket League model basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah the Rocket League model, model exactly. Well. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it's it's the model we're all unfortunately used to um yeah i'm it well compared to the diablo immortal version of that which is you have a battle pass and you still need to make sure that you get your money's worth out of it 
Yeah, yeah I think I that's think... like yeah, that's like comparing. Uh, no, I know, but I'm, I'm like saying, I'm saying, apples. you know, it, it it might be that there's a universe where we all prefer there not to be a battle pass. Fine, that's your opinion. Cool, I'm sort of in that camp myself. But in terms of games that I've played that have the battle pass system, there have been time, there have been battle passes that I have bought and felt happy buying because of the value that I've gotten out of them. Yeah, um, I'd I. That's why I'm going with the direction of um, if I max out a battle pass XP, then I'll buy it because yeah, obviously yeah, I've played well it, it enough um, yeah. to the point where I did enjoy the t- time with it. And yeah. I, I don't want to throw money on a battle pass if I'm not getting everything on that battle pass. Yeah, it, yeah it that's feels, a good point. Yeah. It feels Imagine like I'm waiting for something. You can't even get it. Yeah. Yeah. I, Pir- I hate Pirate Cinderace and Pokemon Unite gang. Let's go. I hate pay to earn. Yes. Yeah. No, 100%. Um. Also, also, we mentioned it uh, last week, but the the um the the disparity or the ratio between what you can earn for free and what you have to pay for is really drastic. Mm. Um, yeah, I believe that. Uh, going on to a couple of other things for it. Um, big big community uh outrage over Taz. Uh, yeah, his, get his his um his spin move is way too good. It lasts too long. It does too much damage. It does too much knockback. Uh, the it, patch like, that just it came has out. Eye frames, fucking <laughs> stupid. The patch <laughs> that just came out today nerfed it pretty heavily, and it seems like it's going to get nerfed even more down the line. Iron giant next. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there, there's possibility it's going to be turned into a cooldown move, so that they can only use it once every now and then, rather than just. Keep doing it over and over. I don't know if that's going to be necessary because I did a match before recording and Taz got fucked out of the tornado pretty easily now and it doesn't last anywhere near as long. Yeah, as long as it doesn't pick me up, knock me around six to seven times and launch me through one side of the screen to the other on 40 damage, then uh, I'm fine with it. I've Skill also, issue. I also saw um, in 2v2 matches, like two Tazes can just infinite combo you into each other. Yeah. yeah. And they just take turns spinning as one's about to end, the other one will activate and trap you into it, and it just becomes an infinite combo. And so I remember yeah, seeing the tweet for that, and the other guy that was on the other, the guy that was being comboed's team was like a Batman, and they're like, like the comments on Twitter were like, well, why didn't he destroy Batarang? Man, if I was watching that, I'd just be fucking, like, just watching it, like, oblivious, like, I'd just be like... Bro, I can't believe this is happening. Like, yeah, and it's not I even the point that to the do Bat- either. It's not even the point that the Batman could have done something to stop it. It's, it's the, that fact the point that it that exists. That it's ex- yeah, exi- it exists at all. Um. Also, yeah. I wanted to point out that um, they're all reducing. I'm is, though, if if that Batman was a Taz, wouldn't it happen? <laughs> He's right. He, that he Batman is- was a Jake. He would have been fine. Get on the horse. Yay! God, Jake the horse move nerfed. is also yeah, really I bad. Hate that. Yeah, Jake. Jake's main. Jake, um, Jake got nerfed since the closed beta, yeah, but he's still he very did. strong. Yeah. He, he was utter bullshit before. Uh, no, also, I wanted to add in that um, Velma is getting a weight reduction. They accidentally uh, made... They, they, yeah. She's being reduced from a weight value she's of 70 big. to 63. I, I, was, I was going to avoid that joke. I was actually going to say it was intentional because of her big head mode. She, no, she's got no, too much brain thick. power. You ever seen the the live action Scooby Doo movie when she's in that latex? Nah, 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 nah. That's why. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I respect. At, at I respectfully asked that the multiverses devs. More. I respectfully asked that the multiverses devs uh, revert her weight back and let her have her cake. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with Seth on that one. Thank you for speaking out, Seth. So, so brave, <laughs> but I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, and the final point I wanted to mention for multiverses is that this game is easily smashing every other fighting game's um concurrent player records. I think it's hit around 160k concurrent on Steam alone, and oh, wow. that is that would explain why the servers were dying the first day. Yep, and that is that is so much more than every other fighting game combined on Steam. Like, and, just, just a couple and, of thousand is healthy for a fighting game on Steam. And this is, like, massively outdoing everything else. It's insane. And a I lot of- what the difference is? It, voice acting. I was about to say, you know I'm, why, though? It's because it's a co-op brawler that has mm, voice acting. I'm, yeah. I'm also because kidding. it's free to play. Yeah, and, and just, yeah, I, yeah. Honestly, I think, I think if this game were silent like Nick Allstars, it would not be doing as well. Oh, I absolutely not. God, no. it's, it's a completely non, like- gameplay thing but it's it's so hard <laughs> i i Going want to mention to... though i don't like the music in this game like it. really i, I love think it's good. I, I like yeah, the music i like the music for the batman stage because that's basically just the batman animated series theme but every other stage i don't know it just doesn't fit like a fighting game to me hmm. oh well I don't the steven universe like stage is also kind of me. okay and fits a little bit but it's also kind of too grandiose like it, it feels like an orchestra is doing that track, and I, I don't know. I'm just not that big onto it. Oh, I, I really like it. I reckon all the music's really good, uh, even the main theme, and even the down to the button press sounds just feels like, like. Uh, oh yeah, the sound effects and stuff are nice. Yeah, no, I think so I think I, all of it's good. It's very arcadey. I had the worst time trying to play online when it was back in alpha. Uh, I intend to play it probably this weekend just to. You know, see if they fix some of the god awful networking for at least me. I don't know if it was uh, like. Um, my Zero impression at the one, moment but... is that because there's so many more people at the moment, and like so many actually people paying their way into the game, and now it's open, so people can just jump in. So you're getting actual bad Wi-Fi warriors. It's um, it's worse than it was in the alpha. The netcode feels yeah. worse. I've had multiple Beautiful. matches where I've joined and someone just hasn't moved. Or they've just straight up just disconnected, or they've teleported and then decided they're going to jump off the map instead right, because they're but, just terrible. Also, in, in in all of those situations, though, is that smooth for you and the game? It's is smooth shopping? for me, yeah. Yeah, see, mine mine wasn't smooth for me. I've had a, I ran into a situation where we beat someone and then they just instantly start hitting the lag switch. <laughs> like <laughs> you're game, playing with me. <laughs> game two loaded and it was just lag switch heaven. It might have been with you. It might have been. I, I think so it was, low. yeah, because we 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 stomped them. They did rematch, and then yeah, match two. I think they beat us because they were lagging out was crazy, and then we beat them in the third match. Yeah, like you'd yeah. literally see them fly out of screen into the out of bounds area, and then they teleport back to right in front of you doing an attack. Yeah, and you're like, what the fuck? It was weird. Um, and saying that, I played a, a one match today, and it was very stable. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah I had no it's, a, it's a it's a mix. It depends who you uh, it depends who you pair up with. But mm. I I just find out that now that there's more people playing the game, you're not getting those like alpha testers that were actually like people that want to get into fighting games or like have connections set good for fighting games or wide connections. Like so, it was more dedicated players back then and now that it's open you're running into like the people that are just casually playing and have bad connections what what tier do you guys think rick and morty are going to be when they get added to the game soon pickle tier. i think that i think pickle that tier. rick will be terrible and that morty will be op just because people want it to be the other way around i think Fair rick enough. has a good chance to be an a tier and morty will probably be a b tier 
Wait, are they one character or two characters? Two I'm... characters. Okay, good. Yeah, that's what I thought. I had a moment. And Has LeBron James LeBron just came yet? out today. I did. Yeah, I, I, I did. I did verse one LeBron today. He obviously had no fucking clue what he was doing. Uh, I was about to buy LeBron James and then I realized I didn't have Shaggy unlocked anymore. So I had to go and buy him instead. Uh, now I've got to earn coins to get to LeBron. Yeah. Yeah. And it takes so long to earn coins. Like, I, don't find, yeah, it, I, uh, I don't find it that bad. I, I think I can I unlock a character a day, basically. How many, well, that means you're playing like, like what, 20 games a day then. Cause you're only getting yeah. like, like, oh. yeah, but I find that the games go pretty quickly. Is there a daily or weekly yeah. cap? No, not that I've no, seen. Thank God. But, thank um, God. This doesn't fit the Unite method. Oh, but an, so, an easy way to an easy way to get coins is to do um character progressions, and yeah. I think um once you start progressing through a few characters, it'll start trickling down, slowing mm. down a whole lot. At that point, you should have the characters unlocked though, so you don't need the coins. Save up for the next uh, bunch of character un- uh, releases. Yeah, mm, I guess schedule is crazy. LeBron now, I assume part of it's beta, but are they? Do, do you know what beyond Rick and Morty they have in store? Like, I we know I, leaks, but we don't know who is coming. Yeah, we up don't know next. the timeline. Yeah, I reckon yeah. Harry Potter will be will be in line with that Harry Potter game that comes. Oh out yeah, one hundred percent. Please God, no! Don't add Harry Potter. Stop giving uh, Rowling money, please. Oh, well, doesn't matter. That's when I stop playing the game. You can't burn her money fast enough, honestly. Yeah. You'll you'll stop playing that well before that, Josh. I'll tell you that much. Oh, uh, maybe not. Uh, if like a casual brawler, something I can pick up and play, sort of like what I do with Rocket League and just pick up and play every now and then, like, I could see myself playing that. Sort of like what you do with Pokemon Unite? I, I'm not doing that with Unite. <laughs> oh man, speaking of Unite, they, they just showed off a picture of Azumarill in a Rockstar outfit. It's fantastic. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... Part of me really wants to get back into Unite just because there are so many more Pokemon now and a lot of them are Pokemon that I really want to try and see how they play and stuff. Yeah. Other part of me doesn't want to fight that many eight-year-olds, so... Uh, my, my my brother still want to fight the monetization. Thank my you. My brother still plays and he uh, he reckons it's, a, it's unironically a skill issue. He had He's never paid a dollar and he hasn't had no problem with it. Um, but I think he plays I mean, with, uh, with like a group of like uh, friends... And a group of like four or five friends will always do better. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Than yeah. Same, don't same know with every every. Yeah, mobile all modes. Yeah. Game. Also, yeah. if you're still playing it at this point, then you have high level stuff, so you can't just do what the Marchants were doing or whatever, where they just like buy all of their stuff and then level it up so that they have massive bonuses over the level one, level two people. And that's where I had the issues. So if you'd played it even for a couple of weeks or whatever, you'd probably get over that initial hump, but. Yeah, I, don't know, I think then, be, it's just I think disgusting. you're being dramatic about it. I didn't mind it. Oh, I'm really not. Yeah. Like, literally one guy was, like, 1v5-ing our entire team, and we yeah, could do Yeah, that was the last so. time I played, like, yeah. one Marchamp with <laughs> yeah, max I, out I, stuff. I was the one. Was... <laughs> yeah, yeah, one, um, one Marchamp yeah. with max out stuff was just easily soloing everyone. It I was, don't remember it was who it was, but fun. there was, like, a YouTube video of a guy that just dumped, like, $100 or $1,000 or whatever that, that it was. That was critical. Yeah, into Absol, yeah. Yeah, and then he just like literally just won every single match. Like he just like no one could fight him because I don't know. Just, really uh, I reckon it was a bit probably shopped. He's probably definitely putting it on. Like it definitely was pretty bad, but I don't know. I it was it, it was unplayable from my perspective. But yeah. yeah, I was a I was a Marchamp main on my way to master. Anyway, what did I doesn't do? matter. I really <laughs> like when I played. I really like Snorlax. All right, Snorlax like, was my favorite too. Yeah, sounds like you want to go back into Unite, fellas. No. Only no, if they games. put it on PC, I'll, I'll play it. What do you mean? It's all on PC. 
It's not on PC. PCs, phones, and Switch on everything. But... What? It's not. It's not on PC. Is it? No, it was it's Switch on, and no, mobile it's on only. phones and Switch. Switch and yeah. Ah, oh, I thought it was on PC as well. Come, right, come sorry, on, but, Steve. You can't sorry. put a free-to-play mobile game on a PC. What are you on about? Diablo, Diablo yeah. Immortal did. I, I just looked it up. <laughs> Nintendo Switch, Android, and iOS. Yeah, uh, I yeah, swear. If it was on PC, I'd probably play it. Oh, sorry about that. I thought it was. Oh, this man spreading misinformation. Apology, but, yeah. All right, well, Which is I wasn't, apolog- because, I wasn't know, apologizing most- to you. I was apologizing to the listeners. Oh, yeah, most, fair enough. They don't accept your apology probably- either. Most people probably just use an Android emulator to, to play it on PC. Yeah, so yeah but because they're touch controls, it would be shit. <laughs> oh, they've probably got... Oh, look, it doesn't matter. When's Pokemon Sleep coming out? Never. It's never coming out. I would right. say when's Temtem coming out, but we got, we got official yeah, we got it. that is. So. Well, the best part about it is I will not be buying it on release. <laughs> Which is wild to me. Honestly, I would almost just buy it and gift it to you at this point. If you want to, I just don't uh, agree with buying most games on, um, on release for, for full price. Fair. But anyway. Anyway, indeed. With that, uh, that brings us to the end of Round of Lunch for this week. Thank you to everyone for that discussion. No worries, you're we welcome. Move on to part. <laughs> Thank you to everyone for that Round of Lunch discussion, except Steve. Except Steve. Um, <laughs> and thank you, listener. To part. <laughs> Fucking. We're on to the news. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> oh, it's on the uh, docket first, Patrick. What? What's on the docket first? Uh, well, it's it would be a question, and uh, my question, my question to you, Steve, is: Could I speak to Champ? Uh, is in my Champ? No, I'm I'm looking for Champ. Is Champ there? No, Champ is not there. I don't think you can see him. Are you a supporter of the United States Marines? <laughs> what? Because we have a military veteran that needs your help. <laughs> <laughs> and his name is John Cena. <laughs> I don't know what's worse. The fact that Steve completely fucked all of my attempts to get that joke to where it should have been, or whether that was genuine confusion and he's never seen that video. It was a bit of both. I, I feel like most people haven't seen that video, so that bit's just not going to land, but to me it, it's it fucking hilarious. Like 10 years I haven't since seen that it. video. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it in like five or six years. It's that one with the lady with the recording, right? It I mean, is, yeah. 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 Okay, good. One. All right. Yeah, good. Yeah. I haven't uh, seen it we, in a while. Should we talk about him? We don't usually report on We don't usually talk about Fortnite unless it's something extremely funny, like Naruto being added to Fortnite. So, Very good. That's a bio. So, in keeping up with that tradition, John Cena is being added to Fortnite, so we need to talk about that one. But he won't be invisible. We can I, I see him. I do like that headline. Even though he's uh, he's pimped out in you can't see me uh, gear. They're also doing yeah. his. They're also going oh, to yeah, add his yeah. taunt as an emote. That's pretty cool. If it uh, doesn't make you disappear when you do it, what's the fucking point? Like zero out of ten. They, they yeah, also have. They also they also are putting in a hand shaped pickaxe that says you can't see me on it. Alright, so impractical as a pickaxe. What are they thinking? <laughs> Okay, if you believe that anything is coherent in the Fortnite universe at this point, you're out of your fucking mind. (laughs) All I know is that they perfected the game when they made it so you could thank the bus driver, alright? To add add more salts to the wound of this WWE corner, Rocket League is also adding a John Cena uh, aesthetic to cars, as well as a Roman Reigns aesthetic, and uh, Fall Guys will be adding The Undertaker, um, Xavier Woods, and Asuka skins. Which I may need to load so up Fall Guys and get those skins. 
that that's crazy because I heard that they weren't even going to like make him make the Undertaker into like the four guys like Jelly Bean. They were just going to literally put the Undertaker into into four guys. He he just tombstones the Jelly Beans until he wins. He he throws them off the top of the cell, McFoley style. <laughs> Fifteen feet fought, drop through a table. Do any of you guys even play four guys? Like it went free to play recently. I haven't but played it in really? a while. The last time I played it was for the uh, the near skins, I think. So a bunch of people were playing it that I knew, and I bought it, and then I was like, does anyone want to play? Like, I downloaded it, and they were like, oh, we don't play that anymore, so I refunded <laughs> it on Steam. Uh, <laughs> this you never get caught up to trends, big fella. Yeah, so I never got yeah. to play it. <laughs> you, you downloaded it like a week too late. <laughs> Sorry, I had to wait for a pay cycle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The I lesson here is never gun. try. Creators play it, but it's not like those sorts of games aren't ones that I typically find enjoyable, but I find it entertaining to watch other people uh, play them. Like, I don't know. I, I, I enjoy. Are we, are we thinking Alfred of Friday? Being strangely good at four guys. Are we. Is this. Well, are we. Should we start playing it, fellas? <laughs> no. Is this when our Twitch career finally. Is it in VR? Like, it would be the fall of the guys. No, definitely. They not. have Among Us no. VR coming out. Among Us. I'm going to play that, man. I'm actually going to play it. Among Us is on Game Pass. Hey, Seth, Seth, you you have Josh's address. You could play Among Us VR in real life with Josh. (laughs) I don't even need to VR headset for it. I'll just jump out (laughs) of his events and stab him. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Anything for that OLED, huh? (laughs) Anything for that OLED. And then be sure to grab his mum's credit card while you're there. (laughs) I'll send you the details, don't worry. (laughs) Thanks, thanks. Yeah. Anyway. Next up on the list, we have uh, the meme himself, the meme itself, Dragon Ball the Breakers. Uh, let's it throw will to, not let, be let's, eighty dollars. Let, let, let's throw it to our uh, to our local uh, Dragon Ball the Breakers. Enjoy it, Seth. So, would I, you buy the game for eighty dollars? I went on record and said I'd probably buy the game for eighty dollars, or I think that I think the words were I will buy this for eighty dollars. Luckily, I don't have to shell out that much money because a special edition of the game is going to be fifty dollars. Which means the standard edition will be even cheaper than that. Um, but there's a limited edition bundle. If that's eighty dollars, will you buy the limited edition bundle? Uh no, because I I only promised as far as a standard edition. You're lucky. I'm even saying the special edition is on the table. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, let's let's not push this too far. If we if we can get him to buy the special edition, that's a victory for all of us. <laughs> uh so the standard edition just comes with the game and an Android six, uh, Android 18 skill and a blue scouter accessory. The special edition includes all of that as well as a dragon uh, vehicle um, skin, a uh, two-handed good victory pose, and yeah, God, uh, this, as well just, as the same things as standard editions. <laughs> and the limited, the limited edition includes all of those as well as a Patara, uh, a Patara earring accessory. As well as a um, as well as a cell um, it sells at lava form as a figure, and it's also a still book. Also a still book, yes. It's and not a book; it's a video game with, a, with an NFT of an NFT like Capcom, right? That that was actually Wait, no, no, that, no, that was Square Enix, yeah. Fuck yeah, Square Enix. Square uh, an NFT of a uh, certificate of authentication, <laughs> authenticity. Um, there's going to be another um. At, beta test going on uh that's going to be running august 5th through august 6th it's being broken up into sessions again which is really annoying um yeah i just registered for it i also registered for it 
I hope it's on and we get matched up. I register for it. Yeah, register for it. And they also revealed a trailer that shows uh, um, uh, Hunter gameplay as Freezer, where you start off as his first form and work your way up to his final form. Yeah, not surprised, to be honest, but... The, the, the cover art shows Cell, Freezer, and Kid Boo, so those will be the three characters the game launches with, hopefully. I, I'd hate it if they showed all three of those and they didn't have Kid Boo at launch. Hmm. Yeah. Kid um, Boo's the worst uh, gun from the original series anyway. Uh, hmm. I have nothing to debate you with, but yes. Also, also, because we didn't mention it, it's coming out the 13th of October. Hmm. Isn't it wild that they can release a masterpiece like Elden Ring and then release this, like, shortly after? <laughs> like, I'm sure that this will be a fun no, no, game, but, but like, wait, 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 how wait, wait, different are, are they? Are you saying it but is Josh, not a masterpiece? Seth wouldn't buy Elden Ring for $80. I did buy Elden Ring. I, I bought Elden Ring for 90 I think. Yeah, exactly. That's fair. That's fair. I just think it's just, it's just wild how, how broad Bandai Namco actually is. Well, they're just anyway, a publisher. And, I don't think they... And, and, and going from and going from broad to exceptionally narrow, uh, The Last of Us Part One. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great segue. I I really it. I really love this because um gameplay videos of this game leaked, so Sony's just like fuck it, we'll put together a uh, video gameplay showing. videos. It's been like, fucking no, it looks better. The PlayStation yeah. Three. What the? Fuck? Oh, my favorite I mean, part was when they posted the image saying like, please no spoilers, and the guys yeah. like, it's been yeah. out for a decade, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean gameplay footage of the newest one. Um, people were told this game was just going to be the same game with a new fresh coat of paint. They they put down money for that, and then when they saw leaks gameplay that was just the same game, what a fresh coat of paint. They all started complaining and taking their pre-order money away. <laughs> but um, just fucking yeah. wild these children. Base game gamer mentality, honestly. <laughs> um, uh, because uh, that gameplay leaks, Sony's just like fuck it. Let's quickly put together a package. Um video that shows in development footage like you can see like all the little pieces from um the engine running and all the code running in the background of the game just just so, so they can officially put out something my my question is here we have a fresh coat of paint on a decades old game right yes Seth, would you pay 80 dollars for this no would you pay 40 for it maybe maybe for 40 I still wouldn't pay 40 for it, to be honest. So I'd, I'd pay but, 30. But this game's so, going to be launching at like 125. Yeah, which so, is the worst part. So if this, if this were $40, you could, you could almost buy not just The Last of Us 1, but two The Last of Us 1s, or The Last of Us Part 2, if you will, or Dragon Ball Z The Breakers. <laughs> Honestly, I'd buy Dragon Ball Z The Breakers over The Last of Us remake. At least that's something new and fresh for me. What if you hadn't played The Last of Us, the original one? Okay, so the thing with that is that if you have a PS5, which this is coming to, you get the, the base game for free for owning a PS5. As long the as you have PlayStation Earth, Plus. No, even if you don't have PlayStation Plus. No, no, it's part, you, the PlayStation Plus collection. Is, it, that, that collection that um, The Last of Us is part of, you need to have uh, at least the first tier of PlayStation Plus to have it. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. I thought you, once you claimed it, you just owned it. Nah. Nope. Either way, so say you have the basic PlayStation Plus, which you basically have to have if you want to play most games, right? It's there. Why, why are they doing this? It doesn't make any fucking sense. And now, like, like now that the other PS Plus thing exists, I'm pretty sure The Last of Us is part of that anyway. Yep, and I think I The Last I, of Us Part 2 might also be part of it. I, I don't think Part 2 is, because I remember looking at it and going, oh, at least I bought it and spent the money on it. Um. But, like, it's just dumb. 
the the only use I can see for this is for it to be ported to PC like this. Yeah, that's that it. that's literally it. This is this is being ported to PC, but they've, and they've ported thrown it to PS5 they, for cash grab. That's they've it. they've ported PlayStation 4 games before. Um, mm. they the Uncharted games that are just getting ported to PC soon are just the PS4 games upresed for PS5 and PC. They could have done the same thing for The Last of Us Remastered. I don't yeah. know if they. So the, this is an article from Gamatsu. Don't know if I mentioned that. Uh, but in the article, it talks about uh, it's not just enhancements. Uh, there are other little, like not just graphical enhancements. Is what I mean. There are other little improvements. Um, a lot of those Dog. are the um the disability features that were added in The Last of Us Part Two. Which there is I've, collision stuff as well, though, like breakable. I'm, I'm, I'm not even things. talking about that. I'm talking about how Naughty Dog worked with the community to integrate a permadeath mode. Oh Bro, god! Just turn off the game. Yeah, yeah. Go home. Yeah. Like those. A, don't, what, what these are are, none of these are seventy dollars US worthy. One hundred twenty-five <laughs> Australian. So I think that'd be like one hundred forty New Zealand. You. I don't even want to think about that, man. So you 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 played the Last of Us Part One, but how would you like to play the Last of Us Part One with permadeath? I don't even play Fire Emblem with permadeath. It's called resetting the game when I die. I play real life <laughs> with permadeath. The, the weirdest part about this whole thing to me is that like the game was remastered, and it's not even ten years old, and now they're remaking the remaster. Oh yeah, that was the other thing they 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 and then they're comparing how... it to the base game. <laughs> Finally, it's built to, it's built to take advantage of a new generation of graphical capability. Uh, which, and I quote, uh, allows the game to reach the visual fidelity that the studio aspired for when crafting this experience. So, they're, they're going does to that you, mean... Yeah, does, can we does, expect does, that for the PlayStation 6? Exactly. Does, <laughs> does that mean that when, when, they do, when they inevitably do a remaster for the PlayStation 6 or 7, that this will now be surpassing the, the graphical fidelity that, the aspiring, that I, it was aspired to for the studio? And then the studio's like, hold up, we can't. We need to make it look worse. So I can't. This, this, I can't. This is the this is the perfect uh, generation for it to look exactly how we wanted it to. And if it comes out on a future generation, so help me God, I will make it look worse. I can't entirely <laughs> put the faults on Naughty Dog for this because this this wasn't even originally their projects. Um, from everything I've heard, is that there's there's a Sony asset studio that like makes all the CG and high-end assets for, like, all the cinematics across all their games. And it, um, it, the people over there wanted to go ahead and make uh, The Last of Us remake, and that was, like, their idea to do something as a studio for themselves. Um, and it just got to a point where Sony took it away from them and gave it to Naughty Dog because they were going to fuck it up really badly. And Sony <laughs> didn't want to cancel the project, so they gave it to Naughty Dog to fix it. Hmm. This doesn't need to anyway, exist. Yeah, it, it really doesn't. doesn't. More that, it, yeah. it was a bad idea that's being followed through bad it, for for no reason. I'm telling you, <laughs> if any you know game, what, Seth? speaking of bad ideas that have been followed yeah. through badly for no reason. Oh, perfect! He's done it again. Oh, that's what they call me. Perfect segue, Patrick. Um, <laughs> we have news that uh, the <laughs> shut the fuck up. Not even news... like perfect past Patrick or something like alliteration. This is just perfect segue, Patrick. This is. That's so shit. <laughs> well, I segue from perfect to Patrick, just like just like me. Um, oh, I can't read this tweet. Whatever. Unblocked. No. Unblocked by Jason Trier. Are you actually? Are you really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do 
<laughs> Jesus. Get by Jason Schreier. Because I I made a bad bait tweet about uh, The Last of Us and him wanting to get insider information so he could break the news before anyone else. And, and he blocked you. <laughs> he blocked Bitch anyone. Shit. He blocked anyone that was making fun of him that day. So I, so I had to wow. jump in on the train. I should, I should tweet at him. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, we have um, so Bloom Bloomberg has learned that the developer of the uh, Kotor remake, um, that Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, probably should give it the full title. Uh, the the developer that was uh doing that remake aspire fired, yeah aspire fired uh two directors and then told staff that the project was on pause indefinitely <laughs> which as we know with any good remake studio looking at you prince of persia this can only mean good things this means only good things prince of persia is never coming out bro let it go it's, it's, it's basically just getting its finishing touch man bring your prince of persia as well i've been hearing a lot that ubisoft is in dire straits and might be shutting down at some point as well a lot of ubisoft games are coming to game pass I'm saying that a microsoft, lot of ubisoft projects are being cancelled apparently mm. um immortals phoenix rising is wait, coming wait. to game pass the, i like that they're putting uh, their, their stock in uh, skull and bones <laughs> Except there's, there's, there's no issue. All they have to do is just climb the nearest tower and they'll find all the money again. Man, Maybe they just I, check their map. Yeah. The, the Ubisoft yeah. towers are drying up, man. But anyway, Knights of the Old Republic. Have you, you fellas have played this, right? I have, I not. have not. I've, I've seen it. I Fucking want to play hell, it for myself. Jesus Christ. I didn't have on, an Pat, Xbox. I didn't have an Xbox, yeah. Oh, I know it's on PC for a while, but I just haven't bought it. Jesus Christ. Oh, he fell as a... Oh, it's such a great I'm, game. Both one I'm and sorry two. I'm sorry I didn't oh. have stocks in Microsoft all my life. It's on PC now. Go play it. I it, know. It, it, holds up surprising, it holds up surprisingly well. Um, so I, I... I... Yeah. I've been told... So one of my mates from high school, it was his favorite game. And so... I didn't uh, go to your high I, school. <laughs> oh, really? What, what, what was your mum's credit card number? No. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> The, the, but, the Star Wars Complete Collection bundle on Steam is currently 23% off, and the total price is $326.14. Oh God. That's, <laughs> that, almost, that's almost two The Last of Us Part 1 remade for PS5. That, that is all 26 items for Star Wars games that I do not currently own right now. Do you know the worst, but I have Knights of the Old Republic and Knights of the Old Republic 2 on Steam. I just haven't installed them and played them. Yeah, Play so them. That, They're really that, good. that's my boat as well, because I, I got them at the same time as Fallout 3. And I, I heard that Fallout 3 was this amazing thing that I should go and play. It and is. I just it's an excellent game. But I just, I just couldn't get into it. It was too... I've, I I've gotten too up old, to Megaton like, like five or six times and I've never gotten further. Bruh. Did you at least blow up Megaton? I have actually, yes. Yeah. All right. Based. So I, I, I suspect that part of me doesn't want to play KOTOR for the same reason of just... I've been told that it's a good game, right? Like, I know, objectively, it is a fantastic game, but I just, I couldn't get into it. It was too old graphically. You're scared of it not living up to the hype? Yeah, basically. Like, I missed the boat. I I accept that, but I don't want to now play it and then go, that wasn't as good as it should have been, given everything I've heard about it. Uh, we'll but wait it's for the fine because Aspire's working on a remake and that remake's yeah. right around the corner. So oh, right around good, the corner. So it's supposed to come what? out the end of this year. It is now what? coming out sometime in 2025. Yeah. Was KOTOR 1 or KOTOR 2 the one with Pazark? Hey, what was that? Was KOTOR 1 or KOTOR 2 the one with Pazark? I'm pretty sure just number two. But, but I, I've, they I've both heard might have very good it. things about that minigame. 
Pazark, it's literally blackjack with... That it is the Blitzball of the KOTOR games. Oh, so it's garbage. <laughs> no, You take really that good. back. No, no Blitzball is really, horrible. Yeah, I really like Bizarre. It's really good. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I love the KOTOR franchise. I This, like, unironically, this was probably going to be the thing that was going to make me fold and get a PS5, because um, it's supposed to be a PS5 exclusive. Um, oh, well, sorry, Sony. Better luck next time. Not even their choice. It's just the developers are like, now we're going to hey. buy two of our leads. They didn't. Sony should have given it to Naughty Dog. Sony should give it to Naughty Dog. It'd be more worthwhile than the Last of Us remake. It'd be turning into un- they'd turn it into Uncharted. They um, would, and it'd be horrible. Ah, uh, you and your aunt. Anyway, doesn't matter. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It'll come you, out. When no, it comes no, out. no, no. I, I'm so not not in terms of just Uncharted is bad, but taking an RPG like like that and turning it <laughs> into a climbable action shooter. Would be fucking abysmal. Oh yeah, no, that, that, that's my point. Yeah, no, even for having that idea, I'm strongly considering going to a mental institution because that is the <laughs> worst idea I've ever had ever. Yeah, it's yeah, it's what Ubisoft would do. To. Yeah, <laughs> give me those collectibles. <laughs> All right, next up. Uh, I've I've been trying. I've been sitting in silence for like two minutes trying to think of a clever segue. Couldn't think of one. Uh, Tactics Ogre Reborn. Uh, I guess your segue time is Ogre. He's done it. He's done it. <laughs> Ladies just, and gentlemen. Just we thought it couldn't be surpassed. <laughs> I'm so proud of you, son. Um, the, uh, yeah, so we have uh, Tactics Ogre Reborn uh, news, which, uh, Seth, I think you're a big Tactics Ogre Reborn fan. Uh, I like Final Fantasy Tactics. I, I often got this confused as being part of the Final Fantasy Tactics series. It is not. It's just um, gameplay-wise, I think, similar. Might might not be a hundred percent. They're all pretty similar. <laughs> it, it might not be a hundred percent similar, but um, uh, along the same vein, it's another Square Enix tactics game, though. So mm. I, as the resident Square Enix shill, am very excited for this. <laughs> um, it's a remaster of the PSP version that, that came out in twenty ten. Um, and yeah, it it hasn't been officially announced, but the store page went up early on the PlayStation Store, and we're getting some information on it, like. Basically, just uh, quality of life features. Um, the the filters that they put into on top of the game are really fucking ugly and smoothed out the sprites really badly. Yeah, and um, there'll be a permanent death yeah. mode, and there are some accessibility features. <laughs> and uh, is there something else? As a tactics game, I'm actually not that surprised by a permanent death mode because that that's kind of a thing in those. Um, the cutscenes are fully voiced in English and Japanese, and the music's been uh, re-recorded with live performances. Ooh, live performances, as opposed to dead performances. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to say it, but I mean, glad someone glad someone noticed. I just like that it's voiced in um, Weeaboo and Westaboo. Uh, yellow card. But that was we- Weestaboo and Westaboo. I don't know, man. I thought it was East. Um, I can't. Oh, right, right. Yep. It, um, the store page also leaks that this is going to be coming out November 11. But yeah, um, pretty exciting. I'll most likely get it. Hmm. Uh, Would you get it if it was eighty dollars? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, there there are many things that I'd get for eighty dollars if I was going to get Dragon Ball to Breakers for eighty dollars. <laughs> That's is, a very is, fair point. Is is getting Josh to shut the fuck up about it also on the list of things you'd get for eighty dollars? I'd I'd pay the full PS Five for new game price for that. <laughs> Hundred and twenty five, baby, in my pocket. <laughs> also, before before we move on, you, Josh. before we move on, breaking news: um, they've just announced that the next um wave of uh, Mario Kart DLC courses are coming out August fourth. Uh, mm. we're we're getting um 
some more uh, stages based on the mobile game. So we're getting New Yay. New York Minutes. We're getting SNES Mario Circuit Three, uh, N64 based. Calamari Desert, and also the based. goat, the goat of all time, DS Waluigi Pinball. Yes. Um, Nice. Oh my God, yes. we're, we're also getting a uh, tour Sydney Sprint, GBA Snowland, Wii Mushroom Gorge, and Sky High Sunday, which I'm not sure if that's a new track name. or not. I don't think it is. Aren't a bunch of them from that mobile game that came out? A lot of them will be, yes. Yeah, yeah. as as Seth said about five minutes ago, yeah. <laughs> no, that's right. No, I meant, it, I meant a, that. It's a healthy mix of one of them, though. <laughs> yeah, it might be. <laughs> that's it. But yeah, it's it's a big um, it's a big healthy mix of mobile game um, uh, mobile tracks and classic tracks. I mm. I am really excited for uh, Waluigi Pinball. That's always been one of my favorite tracks. Something that no I'm no really Sky High Sunday for. is a new track. Sky High Sunday is one hundred percent a new track. So that's good to see that they're also throwing in new things in there. Speaking of throwing new things in there, we have uh, fucking saved it. Oh god, I'm so proud of that. Um, we have <laughs> the, the segways don't work as well when you celebrate them. <laughs> well, I don't know if you noticed, I tried to segue three times, and each time you fucked it, I managed to make a new segue out of when you stopped talking next, and then you fucked the next one. So, I'm gonna celebrate this one, alright? Uh, we have the dinosaur introduction trailer for Exoprimal dropping. I am super excited for this. I'm so keen for this game. There's so many yeah. dinosaurs. <laughs> one of them looks like Moltres. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Shiny Galarian Moltres. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm on the fence. I Oh, oh, no, I'm I would so have liked this, this trailer so much more if they introduced the dinosaurs Poke Rap style. Oh, the PC closed network test is um, available to, to sign up for. Yeah, but Ooh. we won't be able to get it until the second wave. The first wave of the... T- I, I think the first wave actually already happened, but that was um, US only or North yeah, America it was only. July 11. And then session two is July 25. Session three is August 7th. Yeah, cool. I think it's not open for us until session three. Still, I signed up yeah, for that man. when I could. Um, yeah, I've, I've signed up for it too. Um, Keen. This, this game just looks so fantastic. I, I really like that at the end they show that you can have a, um, a T-Rex on a leash as your pet. Oh, it's awesome, yeah. man. I'm so keen for this game. I, I, like, this is a game that I would consider pre-ordering, honestly. I'm begging you, don't. Never pre-order games. It's not even out yet. You're falling for marketing, I'm telling you. I know, I know. They, they also Dinosaurs show off that like, a Max lot of armor. Like... They also show off that a lot of armor... Dinosaurs have like uh, different states, so like there's like poisonous versions of dinosaurs or uh, volcanic versions of them. So it's not just straight up just a dinosaur. There's um, variations on them to spice up the gameplay. Mm. They they hint at a Neo T Rex, but they don't show it. They just make you dread it for a little bit. Probably full Geranginath. Seething based. I can't wait for seething beetle games. Oh, rats! Can. No, no, I've set off the monster to talk. No. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, I can come up with a funny segue, um, but I really can't because I don't know um, anything that would be a meta joke. While Steve it struggles worked. on his quest to remain relevant, uh, uh, ha, ha, that. Ha. that was a good one. That was Thank a good you. One. We have news that uh, Meta's Oculus Quest 2 is going up by 100 bucks. Uh, this is so worry. fucking stupid. You, you might ask, but where does my extra $100 go? Uh, straight to Mark Zuckerberg's cocaine bowl. Uh, and what I mean by that is long-term investments in uh, VR that they've already spent billions of dollars on. So what's, what's an extra hundred bucks to, to mom and pop? Am I right, fellas? Yeah, they, in like an investor call or something, they, they said 
they've spent billions of um R and D on um VR, and then they've lost they've lost so much money on it that their decision to make the money back is to start charging a hundred dollars more starting next month. But don't worry, because if you pay the higher price before the end of the year, you get Beat Saber, which, as we talked about in this episode, Honestly is such worth. a fantastic use of. Wait, it was a hundred bucks, right, Josh? Uh, yeah, it totally wasn't like $35, no, or four, 39 I think, Shane. Okay, so, so hear me out, you can, you can buy a, a more expensive, um, uh, a, more, a more expensive Quest 2, right, and it will come with Beat Saber, but you can use the money that you didn't spend on, on Beat Saber, Dragon Ball Z The Breakers. <laughs> Almost. Worth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you and um, uh, no, I, I kind of understand this. Like they were already losing money on this, from my understanding. And they, they, um, they also mentioned that manufacturing costs have gone up. Which yeah, th- that's what I was about to say. Manufacturing costs for electronic components around the yeah. world have gone that, up. That like, part is the most believable. Yeah, but I don't so see I'm, how offsetting the cost onto um, the user in a in a field that's already like people are wary of getting into because of high prices. Making the price oh, no. higher, how, how yeah, does no. that... You're not attracting all, all more people it, by doing that. All of it is stupid. What they should do is they should just make the headset smaller because if, they're, you know, if they want to <laughs> charge the same amount of money, just give us less headset. Well, looks like inflation's hitting us all. Uh, mm. And if you don't believe me, um, Google uh, inflation rule 34. No, please don't. <laughs> make sure but- safe search is turned off and you're on your work PC. <laughs> <laughs> no, I um I, I understand why it's gone up and it's very expected move on my part. Everyone's making a big deal of it, but like the fact is that it it was the cheapest, it still is the cheapest. Mm. And it's they they need to be able to not even necessarily like stop losing money with it, but maybe stop hemorrhaging as much money by offsetting some of the manufacturing costs. Even the shipping costs around the world right now have driven up the cost of so much stuff. So I'm not surprised at all that it's gone up by hundred dollars. I just, I, 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 I do just... find it kind of funny though, in that like billions of dollars of investment, they're like, ah, oh, fuck, we're bleeding a shit ton of money. Meanwhile, fucking Valve and HTC, hey, <laughs> yeah, headsets are expensive, but you're gonna buy them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, they're much better. <laughs> so you know, but you um, get what you pay for. Yeah, I, I'm just like sitting here looking at the hundred dollar price hike, and I'm like. You're you're not making it easier for people to get into it. In fact, I think less people are going to buy it now, which isn't going to solve the problem of them hemorrhaging money into this no, issue. But it it will because the thing with this is that you're comparing it, right? So you're looking at this and going, "We're going to lose money, but we might not lose as much money." And then as VR becomes more widespread and there's more stuff utilizing VR then more people will buy it, at which point they might be able to drop down that price again, or people will just be accepting that that is the cost for the entry level. So it's, you know, they're kind of banking on the long term here. Yeah, I I Mm. don't think it'll work out for them all that well. I don't think it'll work out because you have to pair it to a fucking Facebook account, and if you get banned on Facebook or whatever, you can't fucking use it. It's stupid. That's the dumbest part, which is why I, I never even slightly considered one, so... Could you just make a burner <laughs> account? Yeah, or you probably had a, you could probably make a burner account, but it's the same sort of principle. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, it's the same thing. Why? Oh, I was gonna say if you can get banned from Steam, but I don't think you can get banned from Steam. So never mind. Uh, you you can get VAC banned, so you get banned from like the online capabilities of some games. 
but I don't think you can actually get banned banned. But even yeah. if like you could, then I could then go do something else with this and use third party VR tools, whatever. I don't have to sign into my Steam account to be able to use the device. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, jumping from one VR topic to another, uh, we have an update on some of the new uh, like broadcasting and stuff for PSVR 2. Some of these are really cool features to me, mm. like the see-through view that they've announced. Um, they, there's a little camera on the front of the headset, so you can turn oh, that wow. on with the Revolutionary. Press- oh, you set him off. Imagine this isn't on every other VR set. It's not on mine. Is it not? No. Holy shit. Okay, well, it's on every recent VR headset. I don't even have. I don't VR. think they're even saying it like it's a new thing. It's just like they're explaining the things. Okay, so as long as they're not claiming that like Apple style, then I'm fine with it. Yeah, no, they're just explaining like all the features of the VR2, which is improvements over the first model. So um, there's, there's a camera on the front of it, which you can turn on and through the headset, it'll show you what the camera's seeing. So... You, you get like a view of your room and everything where everything is makes it easier for you to pick up controllers and things like that and set things up. Um, they, they're also going to, if you have a PlayStation Eye um, it hooked into your PlayStation 5, you, you have easy like webcam um, and broadcasting built into the PlayStation itself so you can stream to Twitch and YouTube and everything very easily and use the um, PlayStation cameras to show off your reactions to how things are like your body movements for the VR stuff. Mm. Um, what it's like when you're going through the entirety of Shrek and Beat Saber. Oh wait, no, you can't do that on PSVR 2. That oh. <laughs> inferior console. You can you can do the entire Resident Evil 7, 8 and 4 VR stuff though. I, I don't want to do that. I want you, to play Beat Saber in <laughs> Shrek. <laughs> you you don't want to, you don't want to sneak up to the uh, 9 foot tall Lady Dimitres. No, I want to. I want to sneak up on Trek. <laughs> you yeah, know that's what? A Fair. That's a different sort of game. <laughs> and they're also boasting that. What are you um, doing heads- in my swamp? <laughs> they're, they're also boasting that the the headset has um it can switch between VR modes and cinematic modes, so you can like watch movies and stuff through the headset as well, and the displays will match like the proper resolutions and uh, frame rates you need for those. So neat stuff. Cool. You guys gonna pick it up? Actually, I uh, yeah no no. Uh, Steph and Josh, you guys have PS5. Yeah, I, I'm I'll think about it, it depending on what's available on uh, PlayStation it, VR. But Josh, surely just... you need a second headset because no, what are no, you no, gonna no, put no. on your other eye? <laughs> the headset, not an eye set. Hmm. Where will you put on the other <laughs> head then? <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna comment on that one. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, Steve saw the ball, picked it up, and just ran with it. <laughs> if there's no one there to defend, it's a waste of try, yeah, right? Love you, love your work, Steve. Uh, yeah. Anyway, it's a bit of a bit of an update on VR two. Uh, speaking of PS five, though, we have a beta which isn't available in Australia. Nope. No, I think their betas are that? only in the US. Uh, US, Canada, Japan, UK, Germany, and France. Ugh, okay, that's more France. than I was expecting. Uh, anyway, Less than yeah, I would like. <laughs> <laughs> introducing 1440p support, uh, gameless, which, as I understand, is just a way of organizing some shit. Uh, yep. Anything? Yep. Anything else? I don't know. None of this seems crazy revolutionary to me. It's mostly um quality of life stuff. Um, the big things for me here is the 1440p output, which it, it's it's only work half with there VR. at the moment. 
<laughs> it's only half there at the moment because it doesn't support uh, VRR. Yeah. Um, it's in the tiny little like section at the bottom of the the blog post by PlayStation saying like, oh, it doesn't actually support this. Like it's in like the fine print. It, it'll probably take a year and a half for it to get added like VRR did in the first place. Even though it was on the box with the PS5 and um, yeah, I don't think it's pronounced. I don't think it's pronounced VRR. I think it's pronounced VR. <laughs> I, <laughs> like a pirate, but with a V. But no, having True. native 1440p output joke. is appreciated because there's a lot of people that have 1440p monitors and. Yep. The PS5 not supporting those was a huge oversight. Um, Tell and, Extremely dumb. And gameless. Every, every single time a new generation of consoles come as, comes out, the UI does not support folders. And every single time people go, come on, come on give us folders. We want to organize our games. And well, hey, well, Hang on, you're not being ironic when you say that. People... What the f- people, people, yeah, no, people genuinely ask for these all the time. I like folders as well. I like, I like listing, folders, yeah. Yeah, I oh, like yeah, listing yeah, yeah, up yeah. all my JRPGs in one folder, all my PS2 games in another. It, it helps keep- on the PS5, you can only have three games installed before you need to buy an SSD. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? It's a PS5, there's only three games available. <laughs> um, I don't, yeah, I don't, maybe because I'm only it, playing one game at a time. Sorry, Pat, didn't, do, I did, uh, did mean no, to interrupt. It's, it's, it's fine, it's fine. Yeah, cool, thanks, man. Thanks for telling me it's fine, because I know it is. Um, maybe because I'm only playing like one or two games at, at a time, I don't feel the need to like keep games like installed or categorized. Like it's if it's I'm playing it, I'm playing it. But I don't know. Maybe so I'm- I do. A lot of the times I have things on there for like co-op or multiplayer purposes, and I want to have them on the side, or maybe it's just things I've installed and I plan to go into soon. Yeah, it um, lives in the library. Yeah, yeah, it lives in the library, but I don't. It, the library is so far away. Having it like a, a folder that's one button press away is much nicer. We have to navigate to the folder. I guess. Oh, look, what I look semantics. Just on Xbox, you press the the thing and you. But go also, down the library the just lists everything. Lists everything out like in alphabetical Wait, order. Having the folders in the library as well would be nice. Nice, like having oh, here's all my PS2 games, or here's all my action games, and so on and so forth. Yeah, my biggest problem with it is that I use folders to do basic sorting, pretty much, that I can't otherwise do. So on, on my PC, I can just, on my keyboard, type very quickly what I want, and it's right there. Not a problem. On my Switch or on my 3DS, where I've got, like, huge amount of digital games installed, they're sorted by alphabetical order, and going through them all the time is a pain in the ass. So being able to have a folder that I can just click on that is, like, things I access recently the most or whatever, and have that sorted at the top, no, not a problem. That's that's but, what I use it for. That's what I was going to ask. I I, rem- I seemingly remember. Correct me if I'm wrong here. That 3ds came with folder support just off the bat, but Switch uh, did it, it did, and they yes. introduced it, and they introduced it to Switch in like a more recent and launch update. Yeah, right? yeah, like I, a year maybe or six months ago, they introduced folders to Switch, like, and it's yeah, like five I years old. Recent. I think I, we I, talked I, about it on this very podcast. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of forgot that Switch even added folders. I, I use them, yeah. I, but yeah, like, like literally, it's just mind-boggling. Still no themes, so... Yeah, that's, no, no, that's but, the one but, that's missing. The, with, with zero changes in hardware, you can now use Bluetooth headsets. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but there was, was limitations to that, so I understand why it was like that. I just think it was a dumb decision. That's just funny. Nintendo does Nintendo again. Yeah. Anyway, so the PlayStation folders, they exist, I guess. Congratulations. They exist. Still no theme support for PS5 or Switch, so, you know. I you should be in the dashboard, you should be playing games. For for PS5, I don't know if it, I 
okay, so themes will be good for like just going through your settings and stuff, and it's it's got a different background than the default one. But because if you hover over a game, it sets it to that game specific wallpaper and music. I don't think themes are entirely necessary. If you don't like it, then don't use it. <laughs> Having the option will be nice. The feature that I'm used to. That's also true. Yeah, like. I, I'm just saying from like a look, I, I don't think it's a, a, it's like a high priority thing. You know what is a high priority thing? that's missing on this? Discord support. Not like Xbox. Well, no, so the, <laughs> Xbox is getting Discord I, support. Not, yeah, but it's still, it's, it's we not still don't have it yet. Yeah. Not yet, but, but hey, Sony put yeah, investment into Discord and they're still not getting it. Another thing in the spader is uh, Sony trying to make their parties more Discord-like. Yeah. Which is, is already kind of there, but they're adding more features. Like, instead of someone having to screen share, you can go, hey, can you turn on your screen share? <laughs> or um, having like, oh, you're playing a game that can be easily joined into. I will join into you from this party list. Uh, yeah. So, obviously not available here. <laughs> Rip PS5 owners in Australia New Zealand. All three uh, of us. <laughs> one game each. Um, but will will the Sony PS6 be the first in the series to have themes? We're not sure, but there is something else that has a six that will be the first in the series, and that's GTA Six. Having that was the, the worst uh, segue of the episode we thought. It, it was, yes. <laughs> try again. Oh, that's going to be a female in GTA Six. <laughs> Don't try again. Just murder them live on podcast. <laughs> oh my god, Patrick! I'll, how did you I'll, get I'll in? Josh, I'll make Josh watch. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, while watch, watch as you plan out your segways. <laughs> well, while you're planning out your segways, just... give me the numbers on your mum's credit card. God fucking damn it. <laughs> you made that joke five times this episode. <laughs> yeah. It's been like ten times total, I think. You know Jesus. what? And... You know what, Seth? Give me your mum's credit card details and make it on six. And there it is. So m- much like how that was the sixth joke, Grand Theft Auto uh, 6 uh, has been... Uh, announced to have a female main character for the first time in the series history. Boom, saved it. Don't call me a hero. A female um, Latina at that. Not as good as GTA three digits on the back though. What? Um, <laughs> Don't worry. Oh fuck! <laughs> Did it only just hit you then? I was saying uh, silent been... because it was a bad joke. <laughs> it was a terrible okay. joke, but the fact that it didn't land is hilarious. Like, like, I got five hours of sleep last night. Spent all day in the office. It's now quarter to two in the morning, right? GTA 3, unironically, probably the goat, though. Uh, nah, five's good. Uh, according to the man that blocks me on Twitter, GTA 6 will take place <laughs> in the fictional version of Miami and its surrounding areas, most likely confirming the return of Vice City. And it's also going to be <laughs> continuously updated to support new <laughs> missions and more cities in the future, which to me reads like live service game. The idea that, that you're trying to cover any kind of journalistic content by opening with, according to the man who blocked me <laughs> blocked on Twitter. Me. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, very yeah. funny. <laughs> I, I have very low stakes in GTA, between GTA and Saints Row. I've played Saints Row every time, so uh, cool, I guess. Uh, I, I like GTA Saints 5 had, enough uh, that I'd be willing characters. to give GTA 6 a try. Yeah. What about you two? Zero interest uh, in I'm game, so. Um, I'm I'm 100% interested. I'm interested because what Rockstar does is they release a game that literally everybody talks about. Never dies. Um, yeah, well... Make Bully so 2, cowards. Um, there is no Bully 2. <laughs> literally, take your medication. Like, there is no Bully 2. Um, That's why I'm telling it, him to make it. Yeah, and I'm telling you it's never going to be made. Like, 
unironically. Is Bully 2 in the room with us right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it's in my dreams. <laughs> oh, I think about now. it every night. Ah, <laughs> oh, God, I want Bully 2. Um, I'm coping so hard right now. Um, Taking out no, your frustrations but, on me for speaking out. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. This is a mo- <laughs> moment of healing. Um, so when GTA 5 came out, that literally shook the world. Everyone was playing it. And then Not everyone. for whatever reason, they released GTA. Oh, you don't count. Oh. They released um, Grand Theft Auto <laughs> Online. And then that just and never that shook the stopped. world. <laughs> that, that, I, it shook my I, mom's I've credit card with like, all those shark card transactions, man. <laughs> Yeah. Well, so I was reading some interviews like w- around the time it came out because I was really keen for Grand Theft Auto Online and it took like six months for it to finish it. And when it got released, it was shit and they thought like it wouldn't go anywhere. And literally here we are, unironically, 10 years later. Or they tried to later. strike, they tried to um, catch lightning in a bottle twice by also doing Red Dead Online, which absolutely blew well, up on them. Yeah, well, apparently they don't, they've, like, sort of ignored the Red Dead Online. Like, they did a little bit at the start. They're, they're and they shutting sort of it down now. It. Like it, yeah, they've stopped support on it. Yeah, they've stopped support on it, something like that, yeah. Like, and that doesn't surprise me at all. I imagine they couldn't support Red Dead Online and GTA Online at the same time, and GTA yeah, like, Online was yeah. just... It had such a higher player count number and was doing more for them that they just yeah, well, made a decision yeah. to shut down Red Dead instead. Yeah, why build a new community when you've got one that's already, like, massive? And the, the amount of money that GTA Online has made for them, like, is Eclipse. They'd never need to make another game again. Like, it's... Well, no, that, that's the thing, is that GTA GTA 6 should be free. Mmm, maybe with some skins that you might have to pay some money? Ooh, Ooh. free-to-play GTA model. I like it, mm. I like it. Well, yeah, I'm very excited for it. Like, Red Dead Redemption 2. while you commit crime. I, I remember when Red Dead Redemption 2 came off, came out like it was fantastic like i i didn't like it yep okay seth pack your stuff um <laughs> Funny enough, I... the, the story was fantastic but i did not like the way the game yeah controlled. i'm the same I, I was enjoying the story but i hated the way that i had to shoot things it was just shit um but the story was good the 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 making making a character feel heavy is not the same as making your inputs delayed by five seconds i'm sorry that's not good game design <laughs> Delayed by five seconds. Are you sure your controller was plugged in? I never felt that. Anyway, anyway, pause over. We're not getting into this. Now. I'm exaggerating. I, no, you're not. Um, I need to go back and play that. that oh, fucking add it to the list, Steve. Your backlog's already fucking 40 games long. Um, but yeah, I'm very 40, excited. that's rookie numbers. Well, it's just, that's just for Xbox Game Pass. When the games that I actually own. I bought one piece the other day. Um, yeah. Why didn't you buy the whole thing? That when I... Fuck you, that was funny. <laughs> That was so fucking good. Yeah. I was holding back the laugh. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, that oh, was good. That one, that that one was, was actually good, yes. That was a certified bazinga moment. Jesus. Oh I will strangle God. you. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited when GTA 6 comes out. It, it, it'll do the same thing that when Red Dead um, and Grand Theft Auto 5 came out. Everyone will play it. Well, most people will play it. Um, it'll get a bunch of awards. It'll be a really good game. It, it will win literally every award game. at the Jeff Keighley's yeah. Game Awards like Red Dead did. I don't know. Given, given that it came out on GTA, um, PS3, like or whatever that era is. Yeah. It'll, it'll stick around for 15 years. Well, well yeah. But yeah, cool. That's, and that's all I have to say. I don't really care about the leaks. They, it seems like every 12 to 24 months, new information comes out about GTA 6. So... And I like the story. idea that yeah. they're going for like a Bonnie and Clyde sort of dynamic for the pre- protagonist in this game. Well, unconfirmed leaks, let's not give them credit. 
when it's not confirmed yet. But what if it does get confirmed and we we'll right? We'll, and give we, cre- we'll give them credit then. Let's. But we could be we could be talking about it now and like making headway into the discussion. Or he could be or literally I could be asleep. Yeah, like Pokemon sleep. Remember that? I don't. <laughs> oh, what a game! <laughs> yeah, too busy sleeping on it. Hey, uh, sounds like right, Nintendo well. sleeping on it. Sleeping with it. So in terms of human to Pokemon compatibility, Vaporeon. All right, close us out, Pat. Close us out. <laughs> Please, God, get me out of here. Joke. He makes a joke, segues into another joke, and then drops a Vaporeon copy pasta and then says, take us out, Pat. There is- <laughs> It's too know. much to unpack. <laughs> Bro, it's 2 a.m. Just just let me die, all right? <laughs> hey, it's only 10 to, 10 to 12 where I am. Time zones hey, are funny. Hey, Steven, I I think you'd appreciate this. Um, there is- Oh, he a- called me Steven, not Steve. I'm in trouble. <laughs> there, there, There is a, a life-sized uh, Inteleon plushie being released. Inteleon? How big is Intellion? Like six foot tall? Four foot. Jesus Christ, that's horrific. Horrific. <laughs> 120 no, US dollars for a four foot tall Intellion. It's not even a good Pokemon. Oh, yeah. And it's poseable. It's not even a good Digimon. Like, <laughs> there we go. All right, take us out, Pat. Blue Gex. The pain. The pain, Seth. All right. <laughs> just, just, just because you, could, you, you, you sit there and, and think that you could. You sort of bypass the part where you should have thought about whether or not you should. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Intellion looks like a blue gex. <laughs> the ending to this is worse than that time at that references house. <laughs> oh god, you've oh. actually played the games. <laughs> Don't need to know to play the games to know that. I've seen donkey videos before. <laughs> anyway, that brings us to the end of the news for this week. Ordinarily, there'd be an audience question here. I'm making the executive call that we're not doing one because it's 2am and I'm fucking tired. Yeah, that's my fault. I'm sorry, I got lost on the train. Sorry, audience member. Yeah, we will we will be back to audience questions from next week. Hopefully. I will make no promises. <laughs> uh, but that means that we are also at the end of this episode. Uh, I, I don't, norm, normally, I'd, I'd chill on the back of the audience question, but I guess, like, if if you relate to being tired and having three dependents needing to keep you up well past your bedtime. If, if you would uh-huh. like to send in your mum's credit card number for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on patreon.com where you can put that number in and give us money monthly. We don't even have a Patreon. <laughs> no, just, this, this is where almost, I just input my suppressed. PayPal account. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's an Australian Patreon site. <laughs> uh, where does it look like it was done in paint? <laughs> anyway uh, graphic design is my passion <laughs> alright let's round it out thank you Patrick try again I, I, <laughs> love it fucking love those memes though yeah honestly. very good yeah they're so good uh, but uh, if you have enjoyed what you've listened to for this episode uh, please give us a like on your favourite podcast platform and a review or comment if you can all interaction does help boost our voices within the algorithm and bring us closer to being to one step closer to being the preferred gaming and pop culture podcast sponsored by Krispy Kreme, which again, I'm still not sure if I can legally say, but nothing bad's happened yet, so we'll keep going. Maybe you should drop it next week. No, keep it up. We need to do a promotional material where it's sponsored by Krispy Kreme. He's not saying we are sponsored by them, but hopefully one day we will be sponsored by them. I'm saying we're moving closer to being the preferred sponsored by Krispy Kreme gaming pop culture podcast. If we put like powered by Krispy Kreme, Cream, it's not a lie, and it would look like a sponsorship. Mm, I like it.
I like it. I'm powered by Krispy Kreme. <laughs> Give me them donuts. I'm also powered in a non-insignificant way by Krispy Kreme. <laughs> They've got duffins um, out now, which are half donuts, half muffins. Yeah, mm. This isn't the sponsored segment, all right, Steve? Yeah, just, uh, not till next week. You, you're meant to you were meant to talk about that at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> well, I didn't get a, I didn't get a duffin. I was being a silly duffer. There you go. I've written the marketing <laughs> you, you, copy. You, you got a week to you got a week to write that wrong. All right. Um, but that does bring us to the end of, uh, end of episode 34. Uh, anything crazy that we can tease the audience with for next stray. week? Stray. Uh, I don't have anything. Going to talk all stray. about Stray. Ooh, yes. Yeah, Stray. Uh, or is Seething Bezelgeese? That's not next one. I think that's... Uh, Lucent Nagakuga is uh, the next one up, I, don't, I think, as well. Lucent and Seething are at the same time. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if it was the same date. But no, that drops, yeah, next week. Yeah, I guess I should do that. some of the Monster Hunter Rise yeah. post game to catch up with mm-hmm. that. Probably should get on my level. Skill um, issue. I'm trying. You're a hundred levels above us. <laughs> Definitely sounds like a. Actually, no. You're a hundred levels anyway. above me. You're like two hundred levels above everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he rounds it out. Uh, I've I've been Patrick. This has been episode thirty-four of the Bastard of the Lounge. I've been joined by Seth, Steve, and Josh. Uh, thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next time. See you later. Goodbye. Why the fuck is hashtag Prince of Pegging trending? <laughs> <laughs>